Montreal podcast. Uh, hopefully you're preferred Morris Heresy podcast, but most likely it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take second um, place. Yeah, yeah, we'll take second. Hell, we'll even take third or fourth. Um, we'll just take you guys listening to us. Yeah, <laughs> if, if you're if you're uh, if you're in, we're in. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, on on deck with you today is uh, Craig and myself, Alex. Uh, how you doing, Craig? I'm good. I'm good. How about you? Uh, I'm good. Uh, it's a busy week. It's been a busy week, but I had a nice long weekend that uh, I almost got rested from. Since <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, sent you the video, like I, I took Friday off so that I had a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday yeah. off. And yeah. then fucking Monday night at like midnight, I just hear a guy like scream outside my bedroom window. <laughs> that video is like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I watched it again. I think it's just a guy sleepwalking. Oh, okay. Because like if you look at him, like he just looks like he's wearing pajama pants. Yeah. And if you've I, ever I, seen I anyone like sleepwalk, they just kind of like they'll mumble mostly. And then sometimes yeah. they'll just be like, ah, and make like a really loud noise or like a loud, yeah. like one loud coherent word or something. Yeah, yeah, and he kind of shuffled, and like he was wearing nothing but like pajama pants. Yeah, just pajama pants. No, no, no shoes, no shirt. Yeah, he sits down, and then he just goes. He... he goes still for long enough that the camera stops recording. Yeah, yeah, uh, and then he just gets up and he just kind of shuffles away. Yeah, he gets up and shouts, and that's when I like I woke up and fucking jumped out of bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like what in the fuck? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, run to the window, uh, and I see the guy like starting to shuffle away, and I'm like, "Hand me the phone! Hand me the phone!" And like, and then she drops the phone, and I'm like, <laughs> "Unlock it!" Like, uh, <laughs> like I called somebody to hopefully come check on him. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but he just shuffled away, and, and like I checked, the, and they were like, "Did he try the door?" And I was like, "Fuck, I don't know, man. I have a doorbell camera. Let me check." And he didn't try the door. He just sat no. and just got up and walked away. Yeah, he sat on your on your chairs in front of your house, and then yeah. shuffled away. Yeah, yeah, and then shuffled away. But then, like, I was fucking wired all night, and uh, and then Nicole like turned her her ringer back on, mm-hmm. so that way it would then make like the like the fucking yeah. Um, I don't know, the bells noise? or whatever, like for the ring app. Yeah, yeah. And I'm fucking so I woke up like anytime a coyote walked by or like a large beetle flew <laughs> in front of like the camera or a car drove by. Oh, God. Um, yeah. And so then I, I just didn't get any sleep. And well, uh, I, I had like an 8 a.m. start too. After, after, after seeing that video, I now want to ring or at least a. a a doorbell camera because i was just like we have on, on our front porch we have chairs like how many times have people gone and sat up on our chairs when we're sleeping when yeah. right probably not like, often but if you have some sleepwalkers in the neighborhood maybe <laughs> maybe yeah yeah uh but yeah it was it was a messed up video i thought it was i was just like what the fuck you're yeah. like this is the reason why i have a doorbell camera I was like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck yeah <laughs> this is why i needed you to install that doorbell yeah. camera <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was wild. I was jacked yeah. up, like fucking adrenaline flowing. I'm shaking a little bit. I'm like, I have to go outside, and fight this guy. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it was insane. Uh, and uh, yeah, and then just back to work. Yeah, I'm yeah. Trying I to mean, find accommodation. Yeah, I, how's that going? Uh, I'm um, there's a spot that's like fully furnished. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a one bedroom with like kind of a bigger den slash living room area. Okay. Um, but it's 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 in Waterloo, 
Uh, I'm just trying to find out if there's a parking spot. If there's a parking Perfect. spot, I'll take it. Nice. And then I don't have to buy furniture and shit. Um, and then, you know, I mean, I'll be back here like probably once a month or once every six weeks or something anyway. So, mm. Mm. and uh, when is the, when is the big move? Like within a couple weeks, I got like, I got to be there absolute latest, like July 1st, like June 30th. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. So, All right. um, yeah. And then I'm just going to like, take hobby stuff with me and like some free weights, <laughs> my clothes. And just, and just basically live bare minimum there for yeah. the next little while. Yeah. I mean, most of my friends have left, uh, left the Toronto area. Right. So I'm just going to like try to fucking catch up on the hobby in and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. work like a dog and try to get in shape again. And, oh, yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't really, not much else. <laughs> try to find a PlayStation five before that. So I don't uh, want to pay sales tax on it. <laughs> I'll let you know if I see anything yeah. come up. I yeah, if you, you find know. one, fucking, I, I need the one with the disc drive in it. Oh, yeah, so you need to expand. Yeah, because I have... For Blu-rays, right? Uh, well, yeah, uh, that and I have a bunch of PS4 games. Yeah. Like, um, so I want to be able to play those. <clears throat> like, I'm playing playing God of War again right now. Okay. But, um... I bought Mass Effect Legendary Oh, yeah, yeah, Edition. actually, I, I bought that as well. Yeah. Um... I'm it just... looks great. Well, it looks better. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping to play that today, but I was working until like six thirty. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna. I'm gonna play on my in the evening on my day off. Nice. I mean, I, I had today was my day off of a recording right now, so yeah. I'm playing. But yeah, I, I did play through the first couple missions, and yeah, it looks looks fantastic. Uh, it's a lot smoother. Yeah. Um, control wise, it's a lot smoother, which is which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I had more. Just like I was able to use, I remember that when I first played Mass Effect, and almost it almost turned me off for the whole series. In the first mission, you get a, you have a sniper rifle. I remember trying to use the sniper rifle, and I could not like hit anything where shit because it was like moving constantly, right? Yeah. Because I wasn't I wasn't uh, proficient in in sniper rifles, and I was just like, man, I'm gonna just give this game the middle finger and just say f it yeah <laughs> and and you know my buddy a buddy of mine talked me out of it. he's like man you gotta get get a little further into it. get proficient in the guns you'll love it you'll love it yeah. and i did and i i i finally loved ended up getting past that whole <laughs> that whole thing and and uh ended up loving the game to the point where i bought the legendary edition it was the first time i bought and paid actual money and not just used game pass for my games um but yeah no it, it looks great i highly recommend if you want to relive yeah. playing yeah or if, mass you, effect. or if you haven't played it um yeah yeah my wife my wife has never played mass effect and i told her i'm like fantastic story shit ending but focus on the fantastic story everything up to the last little bit of of uh mass I, don't know. I didn't hate the ending as much as everybody else did i you was know, just kind of like you know what it's fine like it's <sighs> It, and that's that's more or less it. It's fine. <laughs> it was fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was fine. I but just, I mean, how, was... how do you really? How do you end it? And we shouldn't discuss it because it's spoilers. But yeah. Um, like that's a tough one to end. Uh, I mean, I know oh. where where I I think it would have been good to just finish it out and just be super pessimistic. But we can talk about oh. that once we're done recording. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So yeah. now that we're completely off track and not talking about Horace Heresy at all. Uh, what 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 hobbying have you done lately? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, before I get before I get into that, oh. I'll just run the intro or the agenda down real quick. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we're gonna talk about hobby and mm-hmm. do a little hobby talk. Yeah. Uh, and then we're gonna talk about our, our 
you know, a couple of underutilized Red Wars. Yep. Kind of how we'd run them or why mm-hmm. we like them. Uh, mm-hmm. Why we, we wouldn't necessarily shirk away from them. Yeah. Uh, and then just like a brief brief chat about LVO again um, to tie into our interview with Tom Gould. Uh, just to kind of clarify kind of some of the stuff around Centurion Plus and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Marvel events and where did it come from and, you know, the yeah. background and all, all that kind of fun stuff that goes around that and the work that he and, and everyone else involved uh, does. Yeah, yeah, because they put a lot of work. It's, yeah. Fan- it's fantastic. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, because uh, we, we, I was getting a lot of questions since a lot of people in North America aren't terribly familiar with it um, mm-hmm. and we're going to use it at LVO. Um, and so I was like, you know what, rather than just, go talk to Tom, go talk to Tom, go talk to Tom. He was like, yeah, I'll come on. We can just, we can just go through the questions. So we go through the questions a little bit. You know, I ask him for some inspiration. Like, what have you seen in the wild? What do you do? What do you run? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, how do you see that? And, and, uh, and I guess to preface that the interview is going to sound kind of weird because it was really late at night. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's that's why I wasn't present because I had to work the next day. Yeah, that's, that's right. Actually, Craig, Craig isn't there. So like you really notice that, you notice that massive void in the conversations. Uh, and uh, I was trying not to wake up my girlfriend and my dog and my girlfriend's mom that lives with us. So um, uh, I was just trying to be polite because mm-hmm. uh, it was like it, it went like 1030 till like pretty close to uh, midnight, I think, because I didn't yeah. get started right away. Right. Like I chat with him a little bit and then I chat yeah, yeah. a little bit afterwards. But I think the interview is about 48 minutes long. Um, so yeah, that's that's part of the reason why I was just like I can't be part of this because I mean I had to be up at five o'clock in the morning yep. like, and and I as much as I wish I I, w- I was there for because I really did wish I could be there for it. Yep. He hopefully he can come on again. We can have a you know more of a more casual conversation with him, yep. which would be great. And uh, just I would love to know more about how. I mean, as of right now, as we're recording this part, I haven't listened to the interview with uh, with him, so I don't know. Yep. And I would, lo- I'm hoping some of my questions are answered. I'm hoping, you know, I would just love to talk to him to get, you know, get where his inspiration was and, and, and how, how much work and how much time they put into the mm-hmm. Marvel event rules. Yeah. And actually there was one question that I forgot to ask him. Uh, and that was, uh, from, from Ian, he's a, he's a Mechanicum player mm-hmm. and, uh, actually a Mechanicum player after my own heart. He usually runs Caleb Decima. Oh yeah. 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 Um, you must love him. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, and so he was asking about termites, um, mm. because the termites technically fit under the tanks with uh, an AV of all twelve or less. Yeah. Um, and Ooh. and so like, but there's nothing on that. And so the the official ruling is, and it will be updated, and and I'll have that written into the players pack that I'm gonna drop uh, like in June mm-hmm. into the LVO group. Uh, like the formatted nice one with the the story. Yeah. Uh, and it'll have it'll have the century and plus rules in there again. Uh, with, with some kind of updates, updates and some yeah. some tweaks. Yeah, and so like because oh actually it's it says the following units are unavailable. I didn't even notice it does say termite assault drills on there. Oh okay. Um, yeah, I thought that. It well, did. there we go. Yeah. So answer the question uh, right there. Yep, answer the question because I'm looking at the page right now. So, but that was the that was the same reason, right? Um, that termites weren't allowed was because of the mechanic that drop pods do. Right? Yeah. The whole point of Centurion is to kind of make it make it a little more strategic in how you're navigating these mass units of infantry. And if you mm-hmm. just drop a bunch of drop pods on a guy, it's a big advantage. Yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Same thing with the termite assault drills, right? Especially with the termites pushing people out of the way oh, to come yeah. out. Like, uh, you know, the drop pod moves out of the way, but mm-hmm. the, uh, the termite moves out of the way of a building, but then moves people out of the way and, and hits them when it comes out. 
Mm. Um, so uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a little bit different, right? And so um, I think it gets covered in the interview as well. But I've had this question twice in the last like two days. Uh, if it says zero plus, how many can I have? Um, like in the restricted. So if it's if your units are restricted and it's zero to one, that means one of your four available restricted units can be like, you know, a unit containing monstrous creatures or an mm. artillery unit. Actually, let's do the artillery unit because I had that question today. Okay. Right. So we're doing 2,000 points. That means that you have to have a minimum of four infantry units plus your warlord. Your warlord is a free slot. So if you have a praetor, he's your free slot. If you mm. have two praetors in your army, that's the maximum. If for some reason you have three praetors in your army, you can only take two of them in the... Uh, in the 2000 points and one of them has to be the warlord so you get your warlord for free he doesn't count towards your minimum four infantry units mm -hmm. and he doesn't count towards your maximum four restricted units right and so the maximum four restricted units uh in a way a better way to think of it is you can have you have to have a minimum four units of infantry and then you can have a maximum four units of non-infantry mm -hmm. Right. So in the zero to one artillery unit, it's artillery unit. So if you let's say you're taking whirlwinds or basilisks, you mm. can take a squadron of whirlwinds or basilisks. Oh, okay. But you can only take one of them. Right. Conversely, let's say you want to use dreadnoughts, you can it, you have four slots available. You mm. can take four dreadnought talents. Okay. Right. Talents. So so it's so not talents. four dreadnoughts. It's four dreadnought talents same thing with like units of skimmers right because you can put like five skim you can put five protea or like the standard land speeder yeah in a squadron so you can have four units so you could have 20 speeders if you wanted to oh right um now this does mean unfortunately that things like raven wing exclusive armies can't be mm -hmm. used um it's been a while since i've looked at book uh book nine and it's upstairs nine. so i can't look at it right now i don't know if ravenwing says that they can or cannot take allies um if they can take allies then you can take an allied contingent with four guys do you have the book right there uh yep, yep. i okay. do yeah so look look that up because i've had two people who are like i you know i've been working on a ravenwing and i want to run that can i run that and it doesn't actually fit into the centurion plus rule set which is extremely unfortunate here. I mean, it has been a while since I have opened this up. Um, just give me a minute. Continue what you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and so like example three is going to get, uh, going to get adjusted to that. Now, one thing I'm going to talk to Tom about, I'm not making promises is that maybe to include that I will change bike units not jet bike units but bike units over to unrestricted as well mm. right and then you can take ravenwing that are not all jet bike but you could take chagorian brotherhood with that as well right because okay, the, Ra yeah, yeah. the ravenwing is an exclusively jet bike so i mean you know it'll create a couple of like once-offs but um your points are going to get chewed up quick right yeah because uh, even a bike unit like a maxed out size bike unit with like all plasmas, like 600 points. Right. Yeah, oh yeah. It's extremely expensive. Yeah. And you're still going to have to have a minimum. You're going to have to have a minimum of four, right? Which means you're probably going to have to break those bike units up. 
Um, and then that, that in turn will kind of make, you'll have smaller units when you get to the 3000 point game. Mm-hmm. So, but I do know that like one of the guys who asked, I was like, I don't even know if you have a Ravenwing built. Like, I know that you have the Seeker Cadra one, like the fire mm-hmm. thing. And yeah, yeah. you've been playing with that. So just bring that. Right. But Josh, Josh has been working on a Ravenwing and it looks really he good. Even that won't fit into this cause it's all jet bikes. Right. Um, but, okay, uh, so we're looking for the Raven the Man. army may not include any fortifications, detachments, or allied detachments. Okay, so I mean it can't take an allied detachment. So unfortunately, you won't be able to run. Probably won't be able to run Chagorian Brotherhood or, um, and maybe you'll be able to run Chagorian Brotherhood or Raven Wing. But I, I got to talk to Tom about it. Um, Would have been a good thing before the interview, but I'll let people know by the time the actual pack comes out. But yeah. there's not a huge amount of those armies. Right, and there's a few people who have multiple armies anyway. So, well, I mean, and I'm just I'm playing devil's advocate on this one. I, as someone who has a Dark Angels army and someone who specifically has been building a, a Raven Wing army, um, it is, it does suck hearing that you know this army that you've been building towards and building up can't be used. It it, it does suck. Like I, yeah. I understand, I do understand their plight. Yeah, and and I do too. Um, you know the old Centurion rules. You could you could typically run that pretty easy. Mm. And I think I think this new update came out of the fact that Ravenwing and Chagorian Brotherhood were probably literally driving circles around everybody else. Yeah. Right. Because it's I mean, so the... it's Centurion. Like everyone else is slow, but your entire army can go like fucking twelve inches. Yeah. Shoot I, everybody, I, wait for them to get a little bit closer, and then they can charge them. And when they charge them, then they're toughness five. And Yeah, no, you're right. I, I do, you, you are right. I do understand that. Like, even, even, even the art, the army that I'm bringing, my, my 2000 point Centurion army, a Raven Wing army is going to tear it apart. Now, I have a question. I've got an answer. Because uh, I don't have Raven Wing in front of me. The Raven Wing right of war. You can still take an infantry unit as long as they're like in a flyer or something, right? Uh, Some sort of like deep striking transport, like if you put them in endless pods or something. I just closed it, but I can find it again quickly. Okay. Open it back up, God. I'm doing. I'm on. I'm on it. I'm on it. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Marshal Seeker Arrow. Okay. All jet bikes and must be selected. Yeah, it would be in all the bikes. restrictions. Yeah. All compulsory troops, two choices in the Legion of Stardust, Dark Angel Special Rule Detachment must include at least one model with a sign of the dark. Um, all, any army. Any army using this rate of war has a single heavy support choice, no matter which force organization. Okay. Uh, and any detachment with this rate of war must may only include vehicles with a fast skimmer type fast skimmer or flyer type okay it doesn't say anything about so it doesn't say that you can't take infantry so it doesn't so one thing you can do then if you want to play raven wing is in your your you don't have to play the raven ring the raven wing right of war in the centurion but you can play it in the 3000 point you would then just have to have flyers like anthless drop pods or storm eagles mm-hmm. um or whatever uh or a warmonger to mm. deep strike some units 
Yeah. Right. And then you can still take infantry just in, in when you play the Raven wing, your two bikes slash jet bikes would have to be your compulsory troops. Mm-hmm. Right. And you want you like, I'm not forcing you to take three compulsory troops or anything. And, and that right of war is not either. So you still only need two, but if you want to take, say, you know, you could take two tactical squads mm-hmm. and then you could take, fuck, you could even take two warmongers if you wanted to, mm-hmm. you um, could. or, you know, you could take two veteran tactical squads or you could take two squads of terminators. Mm-hmm. And take two Terminator Warmongers with them, or a Terminator Warmonger and a Storm Eagle, mm-hmm. right? But if you take two Warmongers, and and you take, you know, uh, no. four units of infantry, so call it two ta- uh, Actually, sorry, um, you've got two infantry in the two Warmongers. Yeah, and you got right? two infantry and in then the Terminators. You've got two infantry in the Terminators. So you've already hit that that bare, that 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 minimum. Yep. So then you've hit your four, right? Uh, they're all Terminators, and then you can run like Pride of the Legion in your Centurion Plus, mm-hmm. and you can keep your Praetor on the bike and take your two jet bike squads or mm-hmm. your four jet bike squads because you'll have up to four, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, but you'll probably have skimmers too. So you can you can take an unlimited you can take up to four units of skimmers or four units of jet bikes, but mm-hmm. you could take two units of jet bikes, two units of skimmers. They could be max size, plus two you know two units that you well I mean at max size you're not going to have a lot of room for terminators. So you're probably going to have to do tax squads or something, um, and and then you could just do two other centurion types, mm-hmm. right? Uh, two other console types, um, or you could do three units of tacticals. You just have to make sure that they have the transport for the three thousand point game. Mm-hmm. So you can make it work. Uh, I don't know about Scorian Brotherhood. Well, I, I don't know about. I don't know. I do not know anything about that. But when I was doing my, when I was doing my Raven, uh, Raven Wing list, um, I had a Dreadclaw with Terminators in it because yeah. that covers the flyer. Yep, it covers the troop. Now, I, I mean, granted, this this may not work for everyone, but I mean, it would be easy to add another Terminator squad, and. Mm-hmm. A dreadclaw, um, and I do know that I've seen Josh's army. It's beautifully painted, and he went extremely bike heavy. It's yep. all bikes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, maybe he can't use that one. Maybe if he, maybe he's going to come, he has to use his Iron Warriors, or he adds a couple units mm-hmm. um, to his Makes Dark Angels and, yeah. and bumps bumps him out a little bit. So I mean, I'll talk to him about that uh, on, yeah, on my I, own, I, I, but gonna, um, and I'll, I'll review Chagorian Brotherhood. But um, yeah, that, gonna, those are the only two examples. I'm gonna reach out to Josh as well, just because I do have, uh, you know, I, my I have my sizable Dark Angels army, and yeah. uh, I'll talk to him too, see if we, I can help. If he ha- if he's dead set on his Raven Wing, you know, I'll see what I can do to help him out. Um, I'll see other ways of uh, that he could possibly make his. Because another thing you could do is, I believe, if you. You can take a Ravenwing army as an ally in another Dark Angel force. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You just can't have an allied detachment. Yeah. Because obviously their own restrictions, right? So you could do like a Dreadwing force with an allied Dark. And I've 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 worked this out before. When when this book dropped, I was all over it, like white on right. 
and I worked out because I have so many points of Dark Angels that I was trying to figure out what, how could I make this work. So I did work out that you know you could take a Dreadwing, you could do a you know two thousand point Dreadwing army, and then have a thousand points of of Ravenwing, or you know fifteen hundred and and mix and match, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you could do fifteen hundred of each. Because uh, I worked, I I did work this out when I when I when the book dropped, God, almost a year ago. Um, so I'll, I'll see, I'll reach out to him. I'll see if I can help him out. I'd like to see him there, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't want him deterred by. I, yeah, I know. mean, I, well, I mean, look, I, I don't think, I don't think he'll be like, well, if I can't use my dark yeah, angels, exactly. then I'm not coming. No, he's right? not like that. Um, no, he's not. He's not at all. Uh, but I mean, you can take allies in Centurion mode too, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and 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 re, yeah, I mean, shit. There's ways around. I mean, yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. And, this, and, this, and there's there's the um, yeah. I, I mean, you know, what, you and know there's what, the this, Dark Angels Unification War veterans right away. He could run in Centurion if he wanted to. Like, well, the thing is, the thing is, we could because we got we got some time before LVO. We got mm-hmm. time that we could sit down on the podcast and workshop something out. Yep, we got time. We could do yeah, it on yeah, a road yeah, to LVO. Exactly, right? We yeah, we can we can, and and we'll work something out with with him or you know if you mm. if you're planning. I, I got to review Chigorian Brotherhood too, but I have a feeling that you don't have to have everybody on bikes in that one either. Mm. It's probably just compulsory troops, right? Because otherwise, like they're fucking some several of their special units wouldn't be usable in their own right of war. Mm-hmm. So like for sure you can take some, for sure you can take some. Uh, some infantry, even in Chigorian Brotherhood, it just means you're going to have to change how you typically would run it, right? And and I mean, mm-hmm. let, let's be real. Like, even if he just includes two squads of five Terminators each, mm-hmm. and like, I mean, you're looking at twelve models. Yeah, twelve models. Like, you can make that happen, man. You can yeah. make twelve models happen. Like, um, there's there's some options there. It's just you know, and and it, it'll just change things a little bit. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, no. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's workable, right? Which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. We, we there's some there's ways to work around it. There's definitely yeah. ways to work around it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, but, we got way off track. Of yeah, we went way talk, off. So what have you been doing? Uh not much. The weather's been really nice. Uh, I've been doing a lot of yard work. I did go downstairs and clean up my hobby shame and cleaned up my hobby area. Got a little more organized. Uh, it was, there was a lot of projects strewn all over the place. Like I had about, th- speaking of Dark Angels, I had about 3,000 points of Dark Angels just sitting on my table, ready to, because uh, they had their base coats on. And I, I kind of, I kind of backed away from the Dark Angels, not because the book sucks, because the book is fantastic, but I'm so sick of painting black. And I was, I just found that black wasn't pushing my painting skills to the next level. Yep. So I was, that's why I started focusing on the world eaters and the death guard. And then I started getting the idea for, um, uh, the emperor's children. And I was working on a paint scheme for them. And then, uh, and then I had that little conversation with you about doing a second edition ultramarines army and the old color, like old school color scheme, yep. you know, the bright blue, yellow, bright yellow trim, bright yellow eagles, um, which I'm definitely putting on the back burner, but I'm definitely like, I, I actually picked up a couple old school metal dreadnoughts for it. Nice. 
I yeah, old school like pewter dreadnoughts. I was so happy to get my hands on. I got my hands on three of them, so I'm pretty stoked about that. But it was it was it was kind of taking me back to what really first got me uh, into the game way back in the day was there was this my buddy got Epic for his birthday, and he yeah. was for his 14th or 15th birthday he got Epic, and in that Epic book was a pamphlet, and it had this beautifully staged Eldar. Samhain Eldar army versus Ultramarines, and yeah. I just remember every it was every, it was it was not grim dark. We had we're talking about the bright green flock bases. Mm-hmm. It was a green mat. Everything was really bright. Not no grime, no dirt. It was pristine. And that's, I guess part of the reason why I uh, did with, with my Dark Angels was everything was pristine because that image is still is so burnt into my my memory and my psyche about this game about how crisp and clean everything is that has, I have a hard time with the, the, the weathering and the scratching and the dirty and the grime. Uh, that's part of the reason why I wanted to do death guard army is because I wanted to practice to do, start learning the weathering techniques. Uh, so I had that image in my head. I still have that image burnt into my head and it just kind of was like, I've had this idea for this like old school ultramarines army back in second edition color scheme. So like, Bolter casings are red, bright red, you know, um, everything's bright. I was even talking to you, asked me if I was going to do the green bait, the, the green flock and bases. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. <laughs> if I'm going to do this, it's not going to be a very large army, but it just, it's, to, it's, it's more of like, a uh, paying homage to what got me into the game. That this one image of this one, you know, uh, battle, of Samhain versus Ultramarines. And I just, I get still burnt into my memory. I can still see it as clear as day. And yeah. So I was looking at that, but and I started collecting some stuff for that. And I was just like, I had stuff everywhere and I just, I needed to organize it, get things focused. And after talking about the dark angels, now all of a sudden I want to do dark angels again. <laughs> like I got some yep. serious hobby AD, ADD here. Like, um now that we were talking about dark angels and i was yeah that's enough about that what have you been up to yeah uh well i mean like if you go down that route of uh doing like second edition ultramarines just fucking heresyify them and make them grungy and cut up and weathered mm. right but just still in like blue with fucking just yellow trim <laughs> and uh like <laughs> what? green bases <sighs> instead of the flock put like actual like fucking static grass all over the whole thing so you so you're you're saying a twist yeah take it but heresyify it yeah heresyify it i mean it's something i can definitely we can definitely discuss for sure yeah yeah. Uh, i mean it'll it'll look cool i think right you can do it in my fucking like quote-unquote art of the compromise because Mm. the old the old ones too right like they never had uh they never had like little packs and you know, extra nope. stuff on nope. them, like the bolt pistol and, and all that kind of stuff. Nope. They right? were very here's, static poses. Yeah. Very... Here's a Marine with a bolter in his hands and he's mm-hmm. ready to go. Right. So just put him in like a heresy mark of armor, like mm-hmm. four or three or whatever. Yeah. And uh, paint them, paint them in that color with just yellow trim, but then just like weather it and like use some mm-hmm. oils. And like you could slam one of those babies out in like 30 minutes and then just well, like, you know, put some PVA glue on the base and dip it into like one of the containers of, uh, of um, army grass. painter grass. Yeah. Well, uh, part of the, part of the, my plan when I was coming up with this idea for this army was I was going to restrict myself 
to only units that were available back in second edition. So I mean, no Sakarans, no yeah. Spartans, that's nothing like cool. that. Um, I was going to stick with, like, that's why I went Binos, with uh, Predators, Land Raiders. Binos, Predators, Land Raiders, uh, Box Knots. That's what I was, that's why I was trying to focus on those things. Um, that's why I went with the Box Knots because I was really, uh, it's kind of like a, it's a, it's a take. It's you know how we're always preaching theme and theme yeah. and theme of your army. This is a different take on a theme. This yeah. is taking an idea of something I saw way back in the day, God, twenty twenty five years ago, um, and twisting it. Um, yeah, just make it and, cool, like and making it cool and bringing it back to the forefront of today, but like still giving myself some restrictions. Like you didn't have spartans in second edition you didn't have contemptor dreadnoughts in second edition you didn't have you didn't have you didn't have yeah and even like the old school like the um the new the land speeders they have the mars pattern land speeders they have on forge world there i was going to get a bunch of them oh, just the proteus to, proteus pattern land speeder. or proteus yeah uh, yeah because that 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 they're 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 a callback back to the mm -hmm. second edition uh yeah only use the proteus pattern land raider yeah no land raider assault vehicles you know what you could it, do Mm -hmm. um since like mark 7 wasn't around but it, it was kind of there in back in 7th edition yeah uh you could do uh like all mark 5 and then just put mark 7 helmets on it mm, yeah or um or if the next box set has mark 6 in it you could just use that mm. yeah because we were yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, um, like it was just it was just it's just a different take on the whole theme idea. I can still probably make a fairly, you know, decent list with yeah. those restrictions on myself. Yeah, well, uh, actually, I, mean, I know did, I could. Did they have combi weapons back then? Now, even if they didn't, who cares? Fucking throw combi weapons on there. See, that's just no. I'm, yeah. I'm, I want to restrict well, they myself. Didn't? Okay, they had plasma they guns did. though, right? They did have plasma guns. Okay, so like, I, like I, plasma, I, there's, there's going like to be some. There, there's going to be there is going to be some compromise, like. Um, I can't have a missile launcher and a flamer in a tactical squad. So I'm there are gonna be some compromises. Oh, I am gonna have a like a veteran tactical squad. Well yeah. But I'm 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 more thinking like I'm going to I can't limit completely limit myself, you know, altogether. But like some of the things like I am giving myself the restrictions of like this no Spartans, no no javelins, no jet bikes, no so forth and so on. But I mean I still have to fit the rules of of heresy right now and yeah. that tactical marines can't have a missile launcher and a flamer yeah tactical so. marines can't have anything veteran yeah. tacticals can't but yeah. yeah but i don't want to run a bunch of veterans yeah. they're expensive they are expensive but, uh, but a pride of the legion would also fit that though like i would accept pride of the legion if somebody rocked up to the table with that i'd be like all right like this clearly wasn't lazy heresy because you put a lot of work into it Okay, I I I haven't even built a list yet. I yeah. had an idea. Terminators were there. You're gonna run Indominus pattern Terminators. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent Indominus. If I can get my hands on the old school, like the old school ones, I will. But I mean, I'll I'll settle for the current the current generation. But I still like the bright. Like I'm gonna have, I am gonna shape Let's down do the all those Terminators. Space Marine heroes, like the oh, space yeah. like because they look. I mean, they're bigger, but mm -hmm. they look fucking sick. Oh, those, remember those Blood Angels ones that were in the, uh, in the, what's that game? That box game. Oh, um, uh, fucking Space Hulk. Space Hulk. Yep. Get rid of all the blood drops and all that. They'd be great. Yep. Give them be, a, lot be of care, a lot but... of work. <laughs> it would be. I, I, I used to have, I actually had two copies of, uh, Space Hulk way back in the day. And, and one of them was for the models. <laughs> 
and one of them was to play the game. Fantastic game. I still love that game. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there was a lot of Blood Angels uh, iconography on there. What? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, especially if, if say, like, you know, you, you go down the plastic route or something mm-hmm. with it. Um, and I mean, realistically, like, if you were doing it like that, I don't think anyone would say boo if you did just use fucking Mark 7 mm-hmm. plastics for it. But then if you, like, got, I mean, I don't know how expensive it would be to get all the Space Marine Terminators that you would need in the Space Marine Heroes set. Mm, yeah. But, like, they're they're bigger, right? Um, okay. They're they're a little chunkier, uh, and they're they're better proportion. Like their their upper thigh isn't like all skinny and weird. Um, mm. I, I you know I have not looked. At them. Oh, you really... haven't seen them? Uh, no, Space K. Marine Heroes Series Two. Um, I mean, they they painted them as um, as Blood Angels, but uh, and they come like they're just red plastic, right? So you can kind of just. Um, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I have seen them. Yeah, I've yeah. Seen, like they, they look fucking sexy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna share. Yeah. But yeah, uh, paste. There you go. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm looking at them right now. Yeah. yeah. So you know, there's like the guy with the fucking dual lightning claws. Yeah. A couple yeah. of the guys with the guns. Um, there's a banner bearer if you want to run a command squad. There's a captain actually, so you could run a Terminator captain. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... Yeah, it's 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 an awesome. That, that they they work really well. Yep. Yeah, and they they all kind of have like a cool base on them too. Even if you mm-hmm. just did it as like a command squad, like a just a Terminator command squad. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing else. Like, cause then then you've got the banner bearer, right? Uh, that's in there, and and that'll be some cool like forward momentum shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and I. He's got I, the I, Iron I, Halo on the captain model too. Yeah, I'm de- I'm de- definitely gonna look more into these models for sure. Uh, yeah, he does have the Iron Hail, you're right. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, that was sorry, cool I we really got off we got off track. What we what no, have I mean, you still been hobby hopping? Yeah. What have you been hopping? Uh yeah, um I got uh, I got all the shoulder pads for my infantry on my mm-hmm. my um my ashen claws. Uh I got all the red on them. Mm-hmm. And uh, and got them glued on. Okay, nice. So that's good. I'm excited about that. And now I'm just gonna do the rest of the red on the body parts, and then finish the metals and you know do the rest of the crap <laughs> that goes with it. Um, but uh, they're getting there. I was hoping to get more work on them done this weekend, but uh, I didn't get around to it. And um, and then I painted up my little itty bitty finny for my um my cyber familiar for my mm-hmm. Lord Marshall and he's, he's done, but I, I kind of fucked up the glow on the blade. I'm sure you no, fucked I, up. the. No, I did. <laughs> like, um, it's cause I, I didn't really know what I was doing and I just kind of like went for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to need miles to help me fix it. <laughs> but, ah, uh, no. Or, or um, I may try just fixing it with a brush. But yeah, like, cause it was art of the compromise, right? So it was just yeah. like fucking go. Um, I also got like a Dracosin, like pre, like weathered and like the first layer of paint and weathering down on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and I did like, I tried the scratch method. So I painted the whole thing rhinoxide and then I took, uh, I, I took Mars orange and I kind of like watered it down a bit. And then I just put it on like a big brush and mm-hmm. I just used the air from my airbrush to just shoot it 
off of the brush and like spackle it randomly across the the model and then okay. i coated it in hairspray and then uh, i let that dry and then i did the um the painting on it like the the paint like the gradient and stuff yeah 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 i might redo it just because i don't know now i kind of want it to be like an even lighter version but we we're kind of just going for like a utilitarian just like dark gray steelish kind of look Mm-hmm. Um, it looks good, but uh, I feel like if I had gone with a lighter gray, the underside will come out better. Um, and then, so, I mean, once that paint's dry, you then just put like warm water in the airbrush and spray it on and use actually like the steel, use the steel, um, uh, the steel wool brush, like for cleaning an airbrush and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. like tap that to the corners and pull it a little bit and it scratches and nice and, yeah yeah uh, like i pulled some paint off like in another way so that way it kind of creates like chipping and yeah um and it's just kind of designed to be like a here's how i can do a vehicle fast but i think actually i'm going to use these colors that i used on this for my drop pods oh, okay and then all of my drop pods can be used for any army yes right the, the versatility yeah so i think i'm just going to use like a lighter shade of brown probably on the underneath just that mm-hmm. way it pops out a little bit more um and then i can just pull my i can just use that steel wool brush to just pull up from the bottom of the pod and create like the friction chipping mm-hmm. right and then uh and then do like some scorching on the bottom or something um just to make it look look like it fucking entered orbit and yeah. then i can use them for i can use them for literally anything right then and i'm gonna do the same thing on my dread claws i think Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it's like it's like a dark it's like a dark gray anyway, so it won't stand out terribly. But um, <clears throat> like the weathering and beat upness and just utilitarian look of it would fit for what the ashen claws are doing, right? They're not going to be like, all right, let's make sure that all of our dread claws are like really cool and marked out. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but then if I want to, then I could use a dread claw in like my space wolves, or I could use it in my raven guard or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And my entire quote-unquote orbital assault list can um from my my wolves can transfer right over to decap strike or can transfer right over to an orbital assault for my raven guard and then you know i'll be set for fucking adepticon yeah and uh it's fan five that'll be fun yeah oh, excuse me i'm yawning yeah no worries <laughs> um yeah so i think i think that'd be sweet um yeah it would be yeah i think it's a great idea because i mean buying all those draw pods for multiple armies it's just yeah it's, it's a lot of money you spend all that time building and painting them what do you have terrain yeah exactly <laughs> terrain that changes yeah. positions yeah um well the the dread claw does but the rest of them just go down yeah, exactly. and then they don't just, move um, yeah exactly yeah i mean i think i think it's the, i think it's the the best way to do it is making it so they can be used in multiple armies yeah yeah um and, and I mean, like, if I add some black accents to my Alpha Legion, fucking, I could use them in there too. Yeah. And then, like, they're a dark enough gray that I can use them in Ashen Claws. I can use them. Well, I can't use regular drop pods in Ashen Claws because you're not allowed to take them with black shields. But, like, the wolves are gray. So, great. And I might even just do my wolves in that color gray. Yeah. Um, but uh, maybe a little bit lighter. But, um, you know, fucking awesome. Like, now I've got drop pods for three legions. Just yeah, exactly. I only got to do them once. Oh yeah, <laughs> save me a bunch of money. Um, it's brilliant. It's a brilliant idea. If I do say yeah, so myself. Is. 
I do, I do agree with you. It's a brilliant yeah. idea. Yeah. Um. So, and then I get some work done on my uh knight errant. Actually, um, and then I realized, and then I found a better model that I wish I had bought instead to use as the base. Oh. Um. There's like the um, the uh red scorpion, like commanders. Yep. And I was like, "Fuck, that banner bearer guy is perfect." Like that's exactly how I pictured oh, it. Oh, I And I'm like, "Fuck." And then like I can't get him on Forge World right now, so I was just like, "Oh, I need him fast, and I can't get him." And I posted up in the swap shop, but nobody had him, so. Oh, that sucks. Gonna stick. Yeah, I I bought one of the plastic um, command squad boxes, and I used like the Mark Six commander in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I have, uh, that I made like my Elverix Mon model off of. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, actually, I bought a Dremel, so then I just started doing. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just started Dremeling everything that I could, so I made like another change to Alverix Mon. I used the Dremel to like cut the tabard off of him, mm-hmm. and then I uh, affixed some turges to him. Um, I had to use the plastic ones, just like from the Mark IV set, just yeah. because of the way that they fit on him. Um, the other ones that I had just weren't making it happen. Uh, and then I did the same thing actually to my knight errant model, and uh, I took the I took Garrow's arms and I dremeled out the arms from his shoulder guards, um, but uh, they might they might be a little bit too bulky for this model, and that's why I'm like oh, I wish I had the other one, mm. um, or maybe I'll just like last minute change what I'm doing and make like a real fast mark seven night errant in mm. true scale actually my, i'm i am waiting set. i'm waiting on some parts um i'm actually waiting on i ordered the alpha legion terminator captain oh, yeah. yeah and i ordered him because i'm going to turn him into a alpha legion librarian for our uh for the uh night errant Oh yeah, you know Knight Errants can't be in Terminator armor, right? And I'm screwed. Do you want? Um... Actually, you can't have him. I need him. I'll think but, of something else. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I'll buy that. I'll buy that Alpha Legion Praetor off you if you want. Okay, it's yours. Yeah, there you go. I feel Done. like a fool now. Done deal. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, they can't take Terminator armor. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Good option would be uh, what's his name. If you're gonna do a Terminator, there's um, the Red Scorpion's librarian. He's in Mark IV armor. I know. I, I I have one, but he's been changed for. He's my ter. He's my librarian for my sons of horse. Oh, is he? Yeah. Um. Yeah. He yeah, he's his, a fantastic. Uh... He's reaching out with his hand. He looks great. Yeah, he actually even. I think he even has a fucking Malkator's symbol on his leg. I have one. I just found one in my drawer. Um, where's Malkator's arm here? Uh, it's pretty close. It's a little bit different, but there is like an eye on his leg. I wonder if this would fit on here and look any good. Yeah, it's a little bulky. You know what I need to do? I just need to drummle this out a little bit, and then I think it'll work out fine. Um, on my my other model, but yeah, I don't know. I have one. I haven't used him for anything. I haven't really been able to figure out what to use. If you want him, he's yours. 
Yeah. If you want to make him into a, a knight errant. Yeah. Dremel his head out for you. His helmet's cool, though. His helmet is cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. If you want him, I'll just do a one-for-one -one trade for that Terminator. Sure. We'll do that. Okay. Brilliant. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Thank I you. don't have his backpack and his axe is broken, but you can just swap Oh, the no. Uh, the axe is not, it's not going to be an axe. Okay. Sweet. It's going to be a sword. Sweet. So yeah. I already have that lined up. I was able to get my hands on a librarian model. Um, an old school librarian model. Because uh, I was originally going to do an Ultramarines based on uh, Tigarius. Mm -hmm. And then you brought up the whole thing about, you know, you know, you, you like after listening to uh, Alpharius, you know, instead of doing a whole army, maybe just do a Knight Errant Alpha Legion. And yeah. that's, I ran with that. And then, didn't realize I couldn't put a, a Knight Air in Terminator armor. Yeah. So yep, mistakes yep, yep. were made. <laughs> um, actually, if you want, I have a an Alpha Legion power sword and arms. Okay, we'll look into like that. the one the one from the Praetor where he's like yeah. drawing it across his chest. I can do a dry fit for you, and if that fits and you want it, you can have it. Okay, let me know. Okay, that works. Brilliant, because I I'm right. swap. I'm doing an arm swap on that Praetor, so I don't need the sword. Mm. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. awesome. Yeah, I was gonna use it on my guy, but because of the way his body is built, he it doesn't fit. Mm. So awesome, cool. All right. Yeah, right on. Um, I know that uh, that normally we just take a quick break, like before the Tom Gould thing, but mm. I really have to use the washer. Okay, so let's take a quick break. Right. And... You don't have to do a full musical break. Maybe just top like 10 seconds of like elevator <laughs> music in or something. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely do that. I'll that. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, I'll be right back. from our mitigated bathroom break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm actually glad you said that because I was like, I have to go to the bathroom too. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, glad, glad I could help. Glad I could be of assistance. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, right on. Uh, cool. So why don't we um, get into a couple of underutilized right of, rights of war? So mm -hmm. why, why don't you start? Oh, okay. So I, I picked two. I picked Orphan, ah, oh, sorry, let me just find it here. Uh, orphan of Betrayal, Orphans of Betrayal. Yep. Now, I brought, I picked this one because this is one I was using for my return to Istvan World Eaters Army. Okay. Um, it's something that is, you're not going to see very often. And I think it would be a great, it's a great um, right of war if you're playing like Legion on Legion, like, like, uh, world eaters on world eaters or empress children on empress children or you know iron warriors on iron warriors so basically what it is is you get feel no pain mm -hmm. hatred against your enemy army so your spe legion specific so you get uh hatred against if you're world eaters you get hatred against other world eaters um so forth and so on you also are immune to fear caused by your primarch Ah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I knew we were, I know we weren't going to be seeing any Primarchs. I wasn't going to see Angron in our Return to Istvan or Istvan 3 event. Um, 
but I did know we were going to have another World Eaters player, and it was part of the reason why I ended up choosing Orphans of the Trail. It, it's it's one of those ones where like if your buddy, if you and your buddy both have um, a, a, a same army, it's a great way to you know add some flair, some change it up from the regular Legion specific rights of war. Um, the feel no pain four plus is huge. It's huge. It's, your survivability goes through the roof. Oh yeah. You know, and being immune to... Uh... And you get that all the time, right? The feel no pain? Yep. Mm-hmm. All the time. Yeah, so, so you don't have to oh, be no, against Characters your... in the challenge get feel no pain. Oh, characters right? in the challenge. Okay. And then you get hatred against everything, and then you're immune to fear from your Primarch. Yeah. Um, those are big things. Those are, those, are, those are big, big things, in my opinion. Um, I do really... Um... I do really like it. I thought I, I was, it was something I was going to be like, it was going to be something I was going to throw against the guy who was going to be bringing Mike, who was going to be bringing his world eaters. Um, me and him are still, we're in talks about still playing a game. We're talking about playing in uh, the great outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, just cause we're both itching to play a game. Um, but I was something I was just like going to throw out there. Like, you know, Oh, I, you know, I'm using the right of war orphans of betrayal, not any, you know, any of the regular, um, rights of war that you see with the world ears just to you know throw them off yeah. you know having uh feel no pain for a plus while you're in challenges you know having hatred against your, his entire force you know was it was just gonna be a lot of fun i thought it'd be a great way to change things up and it's it's, it's something you're never going to see unless you're playing like a return to istavan or istavan 3 event yeah or istavan 5 no yeah. istavan 3 it's there, there was a point in time when the world eaters or not world eaters uh iron warriors went and fought iron warriors i mean there was some infighting at some point in time with all the traders yeah too. yeah well i mean there was a big sort of like calling it, yeah i mean there's like there's some hints um and there's some actions of alpha legion on alpha legion a few times yeah throughout the war right so like yeah. this would be a cool way to depict that yeah oh 100 percent um, and it's just, it's something you don't see. You never see. I, I, I've never seen anyone. I've never even seen anyone seen anyone look at that as a right of war. No. And, um, it's, it's just, it's one of those ones you never see. And, and I thought it'd be fun, you know, use in our return to Istvan event. It is a bit of a niche, you know, kind of specific kind of right of war, but it can be a lot of fun if you know, you're, oh, I'm playing my buddy. We both have iron warriors. I'll change it up. Or, you know, me and my buddy both have um, Emperor's Children. A great way to change it up. So throw a little flair, you know, you can't both yeah. be using you can't both be using uh Fulgrim. So someone's gotta be someone's gotta be the good guy, quote unquote good guy. You know, so it's a great way just to change things up, you know. Yep. I thought it'd be fun. And the other one that I picked, the other one was Orbital Assault. And I picked Orbital Assault because I've only seen one person use Orbital Assault, and that was Dan in yeah. his Alpha Legion. Now, I know you've talked about Orbital Assault quite a bit because you're planning on using Orbital Assault for your um, Space Wolves. Yeah, and and I take Drop Pods sometimes in Decapitation Strike because I can yeah. take a mix of Drop Pods and Rhinos. Yes, yes. So it's exactly. not true Orbital Assault, but I, I have used standard, regular Drop Pods a few times. Yeah. So the big thing about... Um, Orbital Assault is everyone's got to be in a drop pod or some form of teleportation. Like, your Terminators just get teleportation. You yeah. want you want your Terminators to teleport in? Take Orbital Assault. Yeah. No all, need for all, Warmonger. 
no need for a warmonger. You want your rhinos, if you have, if a unit can take a rhino as a dedicated transport, it can take a drop pod instead. Your dreadnoughts can all be in drop pods. You can still have dreadnought um, talons, contemptor and box knots. You can still have talons of them, but they all come in in drop pods. And they still have to deploy together, but then can separate afterwards. Yeah. Uh, it can be a lot of fun. Yeah, and actually, and, that allows your regular dreadnoughts to take um, to take uh, regular drop pods. Yeah, yeah. A, so in a full cheap. talon. Yes. Right. Yeah, it's, it's 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 a cheap way of getting box knots on the ground quickly. Yeah. Um, it's it's just it's because if you actually read about the alt or the the Ultrans, um, the Space Marines specifically before the Primaris came along, because I have no idea what's going on with the Primaris storyline, their whole way of war. When the, it was a blitzkrieg of just dropping in right in front yeah. of the enemy. Yeah, it's a and, very ubiquitous look. Yeah, and and I've actually seen people use in 40k way back in the day, I think it was like 5th or 6th edition, they did in a, a drop pod army, and man, did they screw over their opponent. They basically used their drop pods as impassable terrain and locked their opponent into his own corner and then just shot him to death. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? All right. Well, that's what I would do it too. I remember the guy. The guy. It was. It was hilarious watching it. Um. It's. 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 It's one of those rates of war that it's true to the space marine. Their space marines tactics, but no one ever uses it. Because yeah. It doesn't. You're not really getting any tanks. You're not getting. You know. You're. You're. It's a very troop heavy style of play. Um. And a lot of people like are treadheads and want to play with tanks and, and it kind of limits you on that. And I think it's still a fun right of war. I still think it'd be awesome. To see, you know, I, I would love, I can't wait to see it with your uh, space wolves. Yep. Um, again, I saw it with Dan, Dan, Dan did it. And, and uh, I think he was going to do it for LVO, but he ended up bringing his iron hands again. Yeah. It's um, cause he couldn't get them done. Yeah, he just couldn't time. get them. He, he, it was kind of a last minute army decision to build them, and he just wasn't going to get them done in time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it, it's just out of those, two, out of between, and you haven't even built it yet, but you know, you're building those drop pods. Yeah. Um, but between I have a squad you and Dad, Aragir almost built because mm. I was green stuffing all the fruit. Yeah. <laughs> but like, no one ever uses it. I've never seen anyone else use it or even really talk about it. And oh, and your Death Storm drop pods, you know how we love those Death Storm drop pods. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they're fast attack, Hell they're a fast yeah. attack choice. Uh, so you can take them as both handy. a heavy, both a heavy support and a fast attack choice. So now you've got six of those bad boys coming in. You know, it could, it's, it's a lot of fun, it could be a lot of fun. And if I had the time and the resources and didn't have a bazillion other projects on the go, I would definitely do a drop pod assault or orbital assault. I think it would be fun. Yeah. I think it would be a lot of fun. I think if you play it right, you design it right, you have everything firing on all cylinders, you could really mess someone up. That's a lot of that's a lot of firepower right in your face very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are my two. Um, I know yours are more Legion specific, but yeah, like these are two that you know we we talk a lot about, like Pride of the Legion, and, and we've talked about you know Armored Breakthrough, and we've talked about. Um, Armored Spearhead, and we've talked about a lot of them, but really, other than you talking about your your Space Wolves having Orbital Assault, you know, yeah. or using Yeah, I don't think assault. anybody's written in asking for an Orbital Assault list. Yeah, no one has. 
We've had lots of other ones, but yep. never even Fury of the Ancient. We had somebody ask about Fury of the Ancient. <laughs> yeah, like, I, like... I, I have a feeling it's just because people don't want to build drop pods because it's a nightmare, um, and it's expensive. It is, yeah, yeah, it's pretty expensive. They're like fifty bucks a pod or something. You know, and every all your troops have got to be in drop pods. All your dreadnoughts got to be. Or in, in drop yeah, pods. or in some kind of a flyer. Yeah, exactly. Or given deep strike, and like, anything that has could give a warmonger to like a unit of weapon master vets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, or fuck. Actually, there are, there are real ways. meta strat for uh, for like a salamanders player who wants to run this right of war. Yeah. Uh, no, um, they can't. They can't. They're they're not allowed drop pods. No, that can't be true. Um, that can't a while. be true. That depends on which right of war. No. Uh, well, I mean, and they're taking that right. They'd be taking the. the yeah, uh, they're taking. Yeah, you're right. Never mind. Assault right of war. Right? Cancel might cancel that. I, I I flubbed up. Yeah. Yeah. But all those flamers. Right in your uh, face? <laughs> yeah, well, I was thinking, like, Warmonger with, like, a heavy flamer squad. <laughs> Just fucking gone. Burn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Strength six flamers. Yeah, just go ahead. Take Coasty. those off the fucking board. <laughs> yeah, just remove it. And, or against the militia army. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Well, no, oh, God. Mechanicum, dude. Mechanicum, militia, any soft, soft, squishy. Yeah. Even a nice solar ox. Axe. Just take those off, please. Yeah, just remove them. They've been deleted. Yeah. Yeah, because no. it ignores cover too. So even the void hardened mm-hmm. armor ain't going to help you. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess I got something to Yeah. <laughs> Dick move. Dick. Yeah. I mean, who, I've, I've used a warmonger with my more Dathan before. Mm-hmm. And just like, I, I did it against Armin. And I was just like, <laughs> womp. I'm like, oh, here they are. And, and in my head, it wasn't that like he teleported in. It was that like, these are shadow wardens so they mm-hmm. fully infiltrated you 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 couldn't you, know that they were there yeah 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 no 100 yeah. percent. and then they just were like hey what's up and just ignited the end of the flamer on their copy flamer <laughs> yeah. just it's pitch black and all you hear is <laughs> yeah why do those and... shadows look blacker than normal <laughs> well oh, those are shadows are fire <laughs> yeah oh my god uh, yeah yeah um it worked okay <laughs> some real Viet Cong. yeah yeah um but yeah no those are those are my two yeah man um I like uh, the the orphan um yeah. uh, orphans of betrayal and orphans uh, of betrayal uh, and, and orbital assault but orphans of betrayal again it is very very specific yeah you yeah I mean, have it, would, lot... it would be like event specific like um even like, as, return... as cool of an army it is like you can you can build your army to run in this yeah. and it could literally run in just about any other right of war as well yeah right oh yeah yeah there's 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 hardly any restrictions on it right yep um you just can't have a primark or any any trader only units yep yeah okay perfect right but like i mean shit you could you could literally if you had two if you had you know a terminator squad and like a veteran squad in there great you Mm -hmm. could just run pride of the legion if you wanted to yeah um or oh uh, yeah for sure like it's very interchangeable you know, and, and and as long as you're you follow those, you know, very very simple restrictions, no trader only units and no Primark, you're golden. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, shit. Like, if for example, your world leaders, you could literally just change it to the Crimson Path. Yep, exactly, a hundred percent. And that's yeah. that's part of that's part of the plan too. Like yeah, it was, it was no immobile units in it, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. no units with slow and purposeful, and there's no fortifications or allied space marine detachment. Mm-hmm. 
I, again, like it's it's very event specific, or you know, yep. you and your buddy are planning something out, or you're yep. deciding you want to play through book one kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. You could, then, could if you were doing Emperor's Children, you could literally just fucking change it to Mariscara and do the exact same thing. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, it, it's, yeah. it could it could be a lot of fun, but again, it's very specific. Yep, that's the only drawback about but you know. So what about you? What are your two? Uh, yeah, so the first one um, is Headhunter Leviathan, uh, which is like not good. <laughs> it, it, it needs like an update. But that being said, that is like the first build for my Alpha Legion mm-hmm. is Headhunter Leviathan, just because I have like some Headhunter stuff. Mm-hmm. And I want to use more Mark Six than I can. And then eventually I'll probably build towards like a Coils. Mm-hmm. Um, down the line but uh yeah uh so i mean it's it's very much in theme with what i do right like assassination type gameplays alpha strikes and mm-hmm. uh but it's well let me read it and you'll be like whoa <laughs> like what uh so um effects headhunter elite attachment using this right of war must take headhunter kill teams as their comp troops mm-hmm. and may take headhunter kill teams as additional troop choices uh, sudden strike if your army's primary detachment is using this right of war you may roll the dice to see who gets first turn right mm-hmm. uh and uh and i'm i mean that's that's awesome that's going to help um but also like you can't have an allied detachment so it's going to be a pro- <laughs> like the primary detachment's unnecessary mm-hmm. uh false flags an enemy unit that declares a ranged attack against an alpha legion unit in the first game turn must first pass a leadership test unless it has itself been fired upon by an alpha legion unit that turn mm. if the test is passed it may fire as normal but if it has failed it may not fire at all in the shooting phase overwatch fires unaffected um now i mean that's awesome that's that's designed to help the survivability that i'm going to tell you about in the limitations okay but like vehicles don't take leadership checks so they can just fire as normal um so I really, I like, you know, I'll finish this and then I'll talk about how I think you can make it better. But um, the, the limitations. So the Alpha Legion must kill the enemy warlord by the end of the game. If they do not, their opponent earns an additional D3 victory points. Um, and any oh, vehicles yeah. in the Alpha Legion army must begin the game in reserve. Yeah. So which means you can't give your comp troops rhinos unless you're going to have like some other infantry unit just standing with their dick in the wind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then detachments using this right away may not take an allied detachment. Brackets, they can't afford to leave witnesses. So that's pretty cool. Like, yeah, it's very, pretty cool. very themey list. And actually, mm-hmm. um, somebody messaged me because I was, I was ripping on like why even give copy bolters to fucking headhunters? Like they're they have preferred enemy infantry already, mm-hmm. and so they're gonna get to reroll those. And somebody pointed out um, that because uh, the combi bolters allow you to reroll all misses, correct? Yes. Yeah. So he said, "Don't knock it on Overwatch." And I was mm. like, "Oh, that's a good point." Because you're hitting on sixes, but you're going to re-roll all the misses, and then you can re-roll your two wound rolls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they can actually like pump out quite a bit of damage uh, that way. Or you know, if say I want to shoot the ass end of a rhino or a lightning, like same sort of thing, right? I can mm-hmm. re-roll all the misses, and then just pff, gun it out of the sky, or just like chew a rhino to pieces if I need yeah. to. 
Um, so I was like, okay, you know what? I'm convinced. So I'm going to put combi bolters on them. Because <laughs> uh, it doesn't cost me anything, even mortal rules style. It still doesn't cost me anything. Um, nice. So I won't be able to like double them as anything else, but fuck it, who cares? It, it, it's only two units now, right? So uh, it's two full 10 man units. So uh, I'm going to pack a Vigilator into one of them because Vigilators okay. can join Headhunter kill teams. Um, and then, then they'll have like Camellia line for first turn. <laughs> which also like holy shit am i a bad raven guard player i didn't realize that like because you can give camellia line to like any independent character in a raven guard army okay. and i was like oh yeah but if the rest of the unit doesn't have it then like they don't gain stealth but they do oh <laughs> like so i could just be like packing like single unit guys with stealth into other units the only thing that doesn't confer is like say say i have like a vigilator in scout armor which gives him infiltrate and move through cover he doesn't confer the infiltrate or the scout oh. or the scout special rule. Um, so if uh, like, or conversely, like the outflank, like any part of infiltrate doesn't confer to a unit because the rest of that unit still isn't like skilled in that, but the camellia line, he can like hide the unit still. Right. And be like, cover yourselves up. <laughs> like, mm, yeah. Do this. Right. But you can't really just be like, Hey, just follow me and be like ultra sneaky. Because they'd be like, I don't know how to be sneaky. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so I was like, oh, shit, I didn't realize that. So, like, I'm stupid. But anyway. <laughs> well, we all learn new things. That's right. But uh, so I'm going to do that to kind of give them a little bit more survivability because I can park them in a building somewhere, like in the back. Mm-hmm. And then move them up when I need to. And then so I've got a bunch of other v- units inside vehicles. And then they'll just, like, pfft, zip in. Right. So mm-hmm. I have I have, like, two units of um two units of uh seekers in land raider proteuses and um a lernian terminator squad with a captain like with a praetor yeah. and a land raider phobus so all three of those will like come in and if i take infiltrate as my uh, mutable tactics they can all outflank if not i can just drive them on um mm-hmm. but uh the going first will help because then my proteus is will actually still have use with the Explorer Augury webs. Okay. Because I'll just be like, oh, Explorer Augury webs are on deny you reserves. And then you're at a six plus, I think. Five plus. Five, Five plus. plus. I was thinking six plus is on coils. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so on coils, those will be more effective because I can have them on the table anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, oh, I put apothecaries in uh in those two units oh and i have a squad of um uh i have a squad of plasma cannons with an apothecary so again the thought there is like just putting more infantry on the board so that i hopefully don't get blasted off turn one (laughs) um but they'll probably shoot something turn one especially if i'm infiltrating like if i choose infiltrate as my mutable tactics then like i'll park them up front somewhere Mm -hmm. um and then, like, because I'll be able to get within 36-inch range of something that those plasma cannons can be a problem for. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, and then they'll have the apothecary. And hopefully night fighting is in effect, so that way they can't get me. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, a- anyways, I-, I have, like, a lot of other energy weapons throughout the the um, the army, and I-, I, just thought it- I just thought it would work out well. So, again, it's, like, it's all about fucking assassination, and so I'll probably take infiltrate most times out of ten. Mm, yeah, yeah. 
but uh, it's one of those things where it's just a cool fucking theme. Like it's just a bunch of like hyper killers into just remove like the command elements. Mm-hmm. Like, right. We just yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking, well, we got to hunt these heads. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I like it. I like that kind of spec ops like sort of motif. And so it speaks to me and, and headhunters are so expensive that, typically this is like a bad thing in game but it's mm-hmm. a good thing if you don't want to paint a bunch of models and you want to get like a cool 3000 points done real quick <laughs> and it breaks down super easy into 2000 points just remove one mod or just remove one unit yeah no it's just <laughs> remove the vehicles and uh and one of the seeker teams there you go yep nice and then just everything else is done because i have a saboteur in there as well just because i like the saboteur Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know you're a big fan of him. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he performed really well. Uh, yes, he was. He was me. a bit of a workhorse. Yeah. Um. So he taught me a thing or two, and I was just like, "That's fucking awesome." Uh. And then actually, I was going to do Liberation Force, mm-hmm. but it's still going to be in the same vein, and it's right across the page. And that's the the Ultramarines unique right of war. And I've never seen anyone use this, but I've toyed with it a few times. Okay. Like, even back. Like that, like when when I first started playing with you guys, mm-hmm. my only army was Raven Guard. I looked at doing this, and mm-hmm. doing an Ultramarines Force. Um, so this right represents one possible iteration of a Vigil Operati Force, built around a core of Legion bonded augmented warriors, perhaps aspirants who fell short of full Legion induction, but who remained useful nonetheless, led by a cadre of Legion veterans. Such forces may be used in a variety of situations, but would be highly appropriate for use against traitor imperialist militia force, or perhaps an alpha legion force attempting to subvert loyalist control of a contested region. Mm-hmm. So maybe a real nice thing to counter up against a headhunter, Lathal. Mm-hmm. Ironic, it's on the other page. <laughs> uh, and then this right is very much the opposite side of the coin to the sacrificial offering right of war presented earlier, demonstrating a Legionis Astartes force fighting alongside mortal allies instead of using them as cannon fodder. Mm. So, with that, the effects. Vigil Auxilia. All infantry units in the detachment, or sorry, in the allied detachment in this army have the infiltrator's special rule. So they all get infiltrated. Sacred duty. All infantry units in the Allied detachment have the implacable advanced special rule, and therefore count as scoring regardless of their battlefield role. Um, so, I that would make like Augurans, for example. Um, if you had some Augurans in there, they would mm-hmm. not be scoring. You now yeah. have some scoring augurans. Um And they're fucking had, hard. Uh, they're tough as nails. Yeah, if you had a tech priest auxilia, they'd be uh, they'd be in there as well. Um, yep. 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 Uh, and then overseers, legion recon squads lose the support squad special rule and may therefore be taken as compulsory troop choices. So you can take legion recon squads. Oh yeah. In your as prime your troop attachment, choices, yeah. as your compulsory troop choices. Yeah, you don't have to, but you can. But you can. Yeah. The options there. Yeah. 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 And then, so limitations. Uh, you must include an allied detachment drawn from the Loyalist Imperialist Militia and Warp Cult Army list, and they must take the gene crafted and warrior elite provenances. So, not terrible provenances. Um, pretty good. Like, they're going to be gene crafted, so they're going to be bulked up. That mm-hmm. means, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they're like plus one strength and initiative, I believe. I believe so, yes. 
um still toughness three but and then the warrior elite which i think is like plus one leadership if i'm re if i remember correct I'm not sure on that i don't one. have my book like super handy but um i'm pretty sure that one is the warrior elite mm -hmm. uh, and yeah and feral warriors is like the plus one weapon skill um so they're like plus one leadership up to like a leadership of nine uh the allied detachment may not include inducted levy squads that's fine you're, you're only going to get two slots for troops so you're probably going to take two squads of grenadiers to be honest um and now your grenadiers are going to be leadership nine so they're basically marines uh but in four plus armor so they're basically more recon marines um mm -hmm. And uh, this right may only be used by an army belonging to a loyalist faction. That's fine. And the primary detachment must include a legion vigilator. <laughs> and there it is. Yep. So uh, it's it's kind of like you know the secret police and just like a 500 worlds defense force. Um, and uh, like especially if you're going up against say like some world eaters or you're going to mm -hmm. play games like set in the 500 worlds in the Shadow Crusade. Um. Fucking, it's a it's a real cool, real cool right of war. Yeah, and it is. especially now, this is real easy to do because we have enforcer models, which mm -hmm. are bulkier, so they fit the gene crafted, and they're in carapace armor, or they're they're in armor that armor that is good enough to do carapace armor. Yeah, and you can give um, grenadiers bolters. They come with bolters right in there. You can give Grenadiers shotguns. You can give shotguns. They come right in the Enforcer box. But the helmet looks like a Mark IV Maximus helmet on the mm. Enforcer. So it fits right in with what you're doing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then it's got, uh, you know, like a, a, like a three-quarter length coat underneath. So I've okay. thought about using them for things like Lucifer Blacks a few times. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, if I can make like a cool conversion to give them like LAS weapons, because I... I just like las weapons more mm -hmm. i know they're not as effective but you know then i might look at doing something like that in the future but uh i wish this was something that was open to all mm -hmm. not just the ultramarines yeah but if i ever went down the ultramarines route this is, this the is route how I'm you going mm -hmm. like every every day of the week um, well i i think it really has because you touched on this earlier was the uh the the 500 worlds aspect of it right yep um some of the other legions can't really muster that kind of you know human power to help them out no and and the ultramarines frequently like they didn't just like lobotomize their failed aspirants or put them in a pit yeah. like if they had usefulness they would go into something like this yeah right or like you know guys from like the ultramar like the ultramar auxilias that fucking mm -hmm. perform real well i could see him being like you got a special set of skills like we're gonna bulk you up because mm -hmm. they like they do shit like that in in this universe right if you remember yeah. in the first three books i do um, i know exactly what you're talking about the guy was sent to kill uh the the remembrancers, the remembrancers. Yep. yeah i know that's exactly who you were, like I knew you were going because they were just like oh shit <laughs> that guy got huge i like, mean he was almost space marine size he wasn't he wasn't quite space marine but he was Please. faster stronger you know he was like a spartan from halo basically yeah yeah i, I do i know exactly which guy you're talking about as soon as you as soon as you start saying yeah from yeah yeah so i mean like they're they're gonna like if you if you take um grenadiers mm. like their their weapon skill isn't gonna match a space marines but their initiative and strength is so like they're still gonna hit at the same time 
if you wanted to. And and actually you could you can I think you can give I'd have to double check, but I think you can give grenadiers augmented weapons. Like all of them augmented weapons. I That's a plus don't. one strength weapon. So now mm-hmm. now you've got guys that are gonna like wound Marines on threes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not going to hit him as much, but now it's basically like punch for punch. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're, 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 they're almost space Marine level. Yep. They're, yeah. Like I mean, you said, or not you could throw them in Arvis lighters. Oh, just... you in those Arvis lighters. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could, right. You could put two, two could. units in Arvis lighters and, uh, and then you could take an Arvis lighter in your fast attack slot and put some, uh, some like auger and brutes and I don't know, maybe make them like some vehicles or like a cool fucking, servo suit or something bunch of dudes in that mm-hmm. and then just drop them uh and then you, you you know you could take a force commander in the riot gear and give him a three plus or whatever yeah um and uh like because you have to take a force commander in your allied detachment i know it doesn't say that but it says it must take the gene crafted and warrior elite provenances and in order to buy provenances you have to buy a force commander um oh. Oh, sorry, but, it's all good. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, like you can have your recon squads kind of set up the line and mm-hmm. then fucking fly these guys in, uh, or you can have them park somewhere. You can have them infiltrate on an objective if you need to and mm-hmm. grab some early, some early scoring points. Uh, cause they basically become scouts. And if you bring re if you bring recon squads in scout armor, Mm-hmm. You can infiltrate even more, but to be honest, I'd probably put them in power armor and leave them on the back yeah. line and have them like a sniper overwatch for my, oh, my yeah. vigil operati. I agree. Um, that's probably what I would do just cause I don't know. I like snipers. They're pretty cool. Yeah, they uh, are. I, the models are great. Yep. I mean, you don't see that enough of them. Mm-mm. I don't think I've seen anyone use them. Nope. And if you wanted to, you could actually keep them real cheap. Yeah. Um, and you could just give them bolters. Um, even just bolters and melta bombs, but um, and just keep them in power armor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're a little more expensive than like a tactical squad, but you also get access to melta bombs, so that could be handy. It could be a hundred percent. Yeah, because um, you don't have to give them chameleon line either; they don't automatically get it. Okay. They lost the support squad special rule, so um, uh, yeah. You can just turn them into like a slightly more expensive, but a slightly more versatile tactical squad if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. I don't know, paint them all black or paint them blue with like I don't know. I don't. I, 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 I get um, what you're saying. I hear. I definitely hear you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be. It's definitely something. Yeah, I don't think it could. It, it has a lot of theme behind it, and man, that'd be that'd be fun to. Uh, play against my my world eaters for the yeah. for um uh but what planet were they on in betrayal i keep forgetting the name betrayer? Of the betrayer yeah yeah i don't know i mean i know they went to new syria at one point as well but yeah uh i can't remember the first place but um yeah i mean they go through like they tear through a bunch of worlds right they do and they not do. just the ones that angron and, and lorgar are on like there's other contingents yeah, up other exactly. worlds, but that'd be yeah. yeah, it'd be great to play because I mean I base mine around Betrayer, mm-hmm. and I would be a lot of fun to play against. Yeah, the other thing you could do is be like a little bit annoying and take Oroxes as their dedicated transport, but then they can only your Grenadiers could only norm like um, be ten, but you could you can take a Grenadier unit up to twenty, so mm-hmm. you could infiltrate forty like um, forty Grenadiers on somebody 
and <clears> instead <throat> instead of the augurans uh, i mean you could take the augurin and just have like the force commander infiltrating with like a fucking crazy bodyguard mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. boarding shields but um you could take just like medicaid units as well yeah and, and now you've got like two 20-man blobs just sitting on objectives with fucking a lot medicaid. of staying power a you're gonna, lot yeah, of you're gonna power. Like really dedicate something to him. If they're not moving, like they can take some some cool weapons, like some mm-hmm. special weapons. Like they take a heavy stubber, which I mean, I know isn't fantastic, but um, they can take a plasma gun or a melta gun if you wanted yeah. to, and you can take two of those. Um, you don't have to go all the way up to twenty; you just buy them. So, like, you can take you can take one sergeant. It comes with one sergeant and nine grenadiers, and then you can go. You can add up to uh, another. Uh, 17 grenadiers and Mm -hmm. then standard grenadiers and then you can buy two grenadiers with special weapons to bump Mm -hmm. up to 20. They have a selection of special weapons to choose from. Heavy flamer or not heavy flamer, sorry, flamers. Plasma, Plasma, melta, grenade launcher. Yeah, actually grenade launcher as well. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, which the grenade launcher isn't a terrible choice either, but no, it's not. Yeah. Right on. Uh, okay. So, I mean, hopefully we've inspired somebody to do something yeah. a little bit different and uh, change it know, up. Yeah. Play around with things. Yeah. We can, uh, we can pick a couple more of these out in the future sometime. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I mean, there's, there's definitely more. There's more within the legions themselves. Yeah. It's um, just, it's a dangerous thing for me because then I'm just like, oh, I know. I want to do an Ultramarines vigil operati. <laughs> it's, um, it's dangerous for me too. Because it fits within my fucking motif of, being an infiltrating, assassinating, secret police stealing dickbag. And not only that, it also fits into your Vigil- being a human well, your vigilator hard yeah, on yeah, your being, like, being a hu- being a human among uh super soldiers. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's t- it's ticking a lot of boxes for you here. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I, I just wish there was like an equivalent of um for, for like other Army of Dark Compliance. Yeah, yeah, for, for the uh loyalist uh legions right yeah yeah man like the fucking i'd be all over that i'd i'd fucking i'd mix like oh i'd i'd be mixing just like different colors of fucking space marines in like oh, yeah. changing the units like i'd add probably like a unit of jet bikes and i don't know i'd probably just run like blood angels rules or something mm-hmm. um and uh you know I'd, I'd put like terminators fucking painted up like friggin imperial fists or something mm. and uh you know or blood angels and then just have like regular line troops as fucking like imperial fists and and then just like throw some fucking humans together and just make like so terra yeah i was gonna say the siege of terror you've yeah. basically built the siege of terror yeah yeah that's what i would do like if we had the equivalent like if oh we, yeah if we had like an equivalent to army of dark compliance yeah yeah i'd be all over it i'd be all over it so even if i didn't get the special rules like for the space marines yeah yeah or if the space marines just get like a different buff for being in the army of dark compliance fuck it i'm all over that mm. you can do a lot of really cool shit uh, yeah yeah it's cool it, uh, that's another one that um i don't know too much about i'd throw I an do, I, 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 go ahead sorry i was just gonna say i'd throw a knight errant in there well yeah it makes sense yeah 100 uh no but i was just saying like i don't again that's not one i you see very much very many people using is the Army of Dark Compliance. I think that's because the Army of Dark Compliance, I think, gets banned at, like, a few events. Mm, really? Because mm-hmm. you can do, like, some cheeky things with it. 
but yeah um like i think i think it was banned at a few events in edmonton if i remember correctly because like shattered legions was banned for like a while too that's new to me. I didn't know that was. Yeah, I'm pretty. Sure. I get. I get the cheekiness because I. I did up a. I did up a shattered legions list. I was like, ooh, this is. Yeah, you can make. Yeah, you can make some really gross shattered legions. Lists. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, this is. This is. Uh, I'm gonna lose all my friends over, yeah. <laughs> over this list kind of thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Okay. Right on. Yeah. We. Um. We. Uh. We kind of did our, our LVO talk early. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we're not going to have like a super smooth segue over to, uh, the Tom Gould interview, but <laughs> if, if you are planning on coming to LVO in 2022, um, I highly encourage you to listen to the following segment with Tom Gould. He answers a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes it pretty crystal clear. Um, it, especially if you're, if you're kind of having trouble adjusting to it. Um, I know for guys like you and me, it's kind of easy because we've already kind of done shit like this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but once you get your head around it, and, and what really made it easy for me was like you get a free warlord slot and then you need to have four infantry and you can have up to four in- units of non-infantry. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that makes it nice and easy. Yeah. Nice and easy. And as soon as you think about it in that time, in that headspace, you're like, oh, perfect. Right. And then from there, it's just adding shit to it. So like, you know, I mean, if if you if you were gonna run like a, another good example, right? That that Blood Angels um, uh, armored breakthrough list, mm-hmm. right? Um, fucking nice and easy, right? You, right? you can take you can take those two units of predators mm-hmm. as two of your restricted choices, and then you could take the two rhinos uh, for the tactical squads as your other two restricted choices, and then just take fucking infantry units. Right? Mm-hmm. Terminator squads like in in one of one of the the, the Terminator squad that I had in that unit or in that list was Crimson Paladin, so they gain deep strike just because they have it on all on their own. Yeah. Right, and you can throw fucking Ralderon in with somebody who's just foot slogging around, or you know, uh, well you can't take Ralderon um, in this event, but you know you could take your Praetor and just fucking have him slug around wherever he wants. Yeah. Right. Uh, or if if you've got a warmonger, like you know you don't you don't have to run a right of war at all in Centurion. Right. Um, or even in, even in frontline, you don't have to, but you know, you could take, if you've got your two tactical squads and you've got your, you know, your predators and, and mm-hmm. your, your warlords, the fucking warmonger instead. And then he just deep strikes with the crimson paladins and who cares. Right. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a fucking, it's a cool thing. Yeah. You can work, definitely work it around. Yeah. And you don't have to have the same right of war in Centurion that you do in frontline. You just have to have the same units. Perfect. Right, so like it, your your front line has to contain your centurion list in its yeah. entirety. So like you know, Zach said it the best, where it was just like build a two thousand point centurion list, and then add and then 2, just 000. add a thousand points. Yeah, like and then it's it's easy. It's easy. Mm-hmm. And you're like you figured it out, right? It's done. Um, and and like once once. Because I, I was doing it backwards like a fucking idiot. <laughs> you know, I'd build a 3,000 point and then try to remove stuff and be like, oh, I'm, I missed it. <laughs> like, that's only 1,850 points. Mm-hmm. Um, what, you know, now I got to go back to the other list and fix that. And that's a really dumb way to do it. So instead, like, now I'm just, I'm doing it Zach's way and I build 2,000 points first. And I go, okay, mm-hmm. what can I add to that to bump me up to 3,000? And it's nice and easy. And, and with Centurion Plus, having you know a couple of those light vehicles and stuff in there mm-hmm. you can use them as cover you can use them as transports whatever 
it's going to solve the potential issue of transport. Mm. Right? You're right. So, um, like we found, we found the happy medium. And the happy medium is Centurion Plus, which Tom Gould Perfect. will go all over the following interview after the awesome. Break. I won't be there, guys, but yeah. Right on. Um, cool. Material podcast with us on deck is Tom Gould. How you doing, Tom? Hi, Alex. I'm pretty good. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, for those of you who don't know Tom, uh, Tom is uh, one of the brain, one of the big brains behind uh, the Mournival Events rulebook and uh, all the, the fun stuff that comes out of Mournival Events. So I'm really excited that you're able to take time out of your busy schedule to join us today. Well, thanks, man. I'm just the uh, administrator, pretty much. Plenty of other brains there as well. Oh, yeah. Team effort. Uh, well, here, yeah, I mean, you want to shout out the whole team? <laughs> well, <laughs> shout out to the Annihilator and to the Kerbox and to the Whisperheads and the Shattershell and to um, Paul EC and to Sean Shell uh and manny they're um mappy as he's now renamed because he's been drawing a lot of maps uh, oh yeah <laughs> they're probably the guy and Stu, big shout out to Stu, he's the document dude so they're, they're probably the core dudes at the moment nice i'm gonna have to get a full list from you later uh for shout outs there's no way i can write <laughs> that down that fast <laughs> but uh yeah and, and craig apologizes that he can't make it here uh to join us this evening but he's gonna work early so he just passed the book to me and hopefully uh hopefully i don't botch the technology side of this so <laughs> um if, if we do uh, we'll just have to have you back 
have to record another two-hour segment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it won't be two hours tonight. It's it's uh, 11 p.m. my time. So, um, <laughs> All right, one hour. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to have you on for a quick one. So um, for those who aren't familiar, because uh, I, I know that you know we've got a few people who are LVO vets, uh, Las Vegas Open vets, and, and they're not super familiar with the rules or, or the mournful story. Um, so could you give us a little bit of a background on that? Yeah, sure. So we're here in Sydney. Um, uh, I got pretty keen on the heresy when it first came out. I was a 40K player up until then, like most of us, I think. And uh, doing a bit of painting, listening to podcasts, and then the Eye of Horus podcast popped up. The guys out of Brisbane, and they were really influential with their uh, ethos of fully painted is for closers. And also they came up, they germinated the idea of Centurion battles. Um, there wasn't anywhere playing Centurion at the time. So myself and my gaming buddies, we uh, got together and kicked off some Zone Mortalis and Centurion style games. The, the smaller ones, I think we started about 1500 point Centurion and 1000 point Zone Mortalis. And they seemed really popular and successful. So we just uh, developed all our ideas from that, really. And that was back in about 2017, I think. Oh, nice. Yeah, so just a solid base. That's like four years, four years of constant development. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, a, lot of, a lot of play testing. Yeah, that's brilliant. And so uh, in addition to the Centurion mode, you guys have also generated a number of uh, fan-made units and some, some fan-made rebalances as well. Is that right? Yeah. So one of the first big campaigns we did was Istvan 3 back way before this current um, return to Istvan frenzy. It's gripping the some of the uh, English gamers. Yeah. Uh, we did an Istvan 3 campaign myself and Dom Santilli. Um, so we cooked up a whole lot of different ideas and that was basically the uh, became the Mournable Events rulebook. So we had the idea for using the Centurion that Eye of Horus had developed um, sort of structure for yep. our, our war bands, army creation. And then on top of that, we invented the rights of war and we play tested those ones. So they're specific, um, specifically developed for use with Century. And you could use them in bigger battles as well, but they just perfectly fit with um, the way that we've structured the Centurion army building. And uh, then we went on to have a few other bits and pieces that we added in, like um, additional ammo, ammo types, uh, exotic melee weapons some additional psychic powers, and then a whole heap of additional units. Solar Auxilia got a lot of stuff that's quite useful in Centurion, such as Armored Sentinel Squadrons, yep. Hades Breaching Drills. And um, also a bit of a passion of mine has been Plastic Heresy. Uh, I see the question pop up almost daily on one of the groups that I follow, and it's always like, can I use a plastic 40K Rhino in Horus Heresy? Yeah. And 99% of the time, the answer, yeah, the answer is yes and the people will provide that answer. You get the odd resin elitist, but not. I don't really see that very much at all. I think there's more of a um, an imagined boogeyman of uh, resin elitism than what there is the actual reality of it. But to differentiate uh, a couple of the different units, we made up some rules for uh, the plastic land speeder. So we've got Mars pattern land speeder. Yep. And also um, there's a militia version of that as well so you could change, pop the um, pilot and the gunner into a human dude and they can zoom around shooting stuff uh, also a militia mounted squadron people on bikes and horses seemed quite popular so we came up with that because that's another good centurion style unit and then there's a, just a heap of um, different astartes infantry type units um, 
like the gunnery centurion. We invented him before the Forge World came out with the Armistos. Yeah. Similarish sort of idea, but the gunnery centurion's a lot more flexible, I think. Um, some support squads like an assault support squad and a breacher support squad, which are used in breacher companies and assault companies. Uh, veteran recon squads, which work quite, quite nicely with the plastic 40k scouts. Skystalker jet bike squads, which work quite well with those um, custodies bikes, the Virtus Praetors, if you convert them up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, which a few people have done. There's been some really nice ones, especially the Dark Angels players, I noticed. Quite a few of them do that. So yeah. Really nice little things. Yeah, I've seen a and few a... Uh, Emperor's Children ones made out of those bikes as yeah. well. Yeah, with the uh, Eagle Wings, they look great. Yeah, really fitting for yeah. the aesthetic of the, the Third Legion. And probably the, the most famous and favorite thing, though, is the um, Legion Destroyer Company and the Heavy Destroyers. They seem to have really struck a chord with a lot of people, so you can have destroyers in Terminator armor and run a whole destroyer army if you use the destroyer right of war. Yeah, uh, I know that one caught my eye uh, pretty heavily. Um, and uh, a couple guys around town as well. Uh, I know uh, another guy at LVO, uh, he, he was supposed to run it in 2021, actually, and he was real jacked about it. And like that's that's what sucked him in. So you know he was like, hey, mm. if you if you want to do it this year and, and you end up doing it, like, hey, can we can we put these units in? I was like, fuck yeah, of course, <laughs> <laughs> absolute like Geneva Convention breaking weaponry. Why not? <laughs> oh yeah, why not? More yeah. options the better. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like steroid Olympics. Um, <laughs> no, uh, it'll be a little more regulated than that. But yeah. <laughs> Awesome. So, I mean, you know, it went through the initial incarnation, uh, Centurion did rather, with um, yep. like the Eye of Horus, and then you guys got it, and, and then with uh, version 3.6 of the rulebook, um, you did a couple more changes to Centurion mode. Uh, could you just maybe explain those changes and uh, kind of what prompted them? Yeah, sure. So, um, people were looking for an imperial army type list as well so something that they could use say their imperial guard models from 40k in mm -hmm. or their older forge world stuff like all the old forge world tanks all the different variant um lehman rust turrets and the chimera chassis the various um like hellhound flame tanks all those sorts of things mm -hmm. that aren't actually in the 30k rules but one would think and especially if you read the um, Visions of Heresy book, there's actually artwork showing the Chimera chassis. You would presume they're around because the whole story, the original canon before all this Belisarius call stuff, was that um, 40K was just like the decayed remnants of 10,000 years of slow atrification. Um, so whatever they had in 40K was pretty much invented back in 30K. Yeah, there was the odd thing like the Land Raider Crusader, the Razorback, they popped up in various things but they weren't huge changes they weren't whole new holes and all sorts of different weapons or anything so to my way of thinking whatever was in fifth sixth ed 40k probably existed back in the horus heresy including all those imperial guard tanks and forge world was that was their main business for years and years cranking out all the military modeler type stuff yeah so people wanted a list for that i whipped up uh something we did some play testing passed the ideas around covid came along pretty much stopped it in its tracks really didn't get much play testing at all so it's still sitting there but um in that document there was um light vehicles became an option so they're not tanks and they're not walkers but they're just light vehicles so because of that we had to tweak the 
the restrictions for Centurion just to add that type in. That's why it, version 3.6 looks a little bit different to the original version 3. Oh, okay, right on. And then Centurion Plus takes it one step further by allowing like kind of the lighter tanks and the medium tanks into Centurion, correct? Yeah, that's right. Uh, also, yeah, just another thing I thought of was um, the demon list wasn't out when we did version 3.0 either, so we had to add some stuff in to cover the, the various demons. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they, it up they would still deploy via portal in Centurion? That's, is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah cool. Um, I know uh, in, in version 3.0, they, they ran away on a couple Centurion tables in that last event. Um, <laughs> so uh, it's probably good there's a little bit of a, a pullback there um, yeah it's it's awesome man it, I mean it, it's been a huge thing for me I like the smaller games I like the, the heavy infantry I, I don't love doing tanks although I did I did most of a Dracozin today <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah um, I, it's I mean, a nice I, model to yeah yeah I, I tried my hand at some of the like hairspray weathering yeah uh, you some chips? Yeah, it went all right. Um, I, I don't think I put enough of a coat down in the first layer of gray that I did, but whatever. I'll yeah. just like weather it heavy. I'll just dump a bunch of oils on it, a bunch of weathering powder. Yeah, oils, magic, liquid magic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just a nice way to like fix it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what about you? What What have you been working on? I know that's a bit of a diversion. I probably should have opened with that, but. <laughs> Um, I've been working on for 30k some white scars. Oh yeah. So again, like you, just playing around with a little bit of oils to cover up any any messiness. Trying to get that right mix of burnt umber and and black sort of oils to give it a, a nice depth to the white, but also make it look grimy. Like uh, my, because I run a recon company, my white scars have been out in the weeds, nice. out in the dust. No, that yeah, that'll so, be sick. Um, so the, the red's really quite um, saturated and then the, the white's quite dirty. I think it makes a really nice contrast. Um, still got another, uh, a couple of uh, actual like recon with sniper rifles. You going to uh, one squad of the old, boys? Yeah, yeah. One squad of the old metal ones. Oh, yeah. Because nice. I think they're really nice sculpt. Yeah. So they're in Carapace and then uh, one of the Forge World ones with the um, Mark, what is it, Mark IV? Mark IV, recon. yeah. yeah. Like full power armor. Yep. So not recon armor for those guys. Uh, and an assault squad, white scars assault squad, and maybe a despoiler squad. That's about all. That's all the models that I've got for them. That's about all I'll do with them. Uh, other than that, I'm working on Titanicus, but that might be a bit tangential to this discussion. Nah, I mean it's it's in the heresy. <laughs> like, yeah. I I don't like painting little tiny titans, but I can respect everyone else who does. <laughs> oh, they're pretty big. Some of the, the latest ones that. I just did a War Master for my Lugio Volturum, and it's pretty big, all right. Oh, is it? Shit. <laughs> I, I think that just falls for me. It falls in the same categories, like tanks. Like yeah. Uh, oh yeah, very similar. Yeah. Big uh, armor panels. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. I don't know. I just feel like infantry is where I've fallen into like a good painting group. So I just well, stick yeah. with what I know. Centurion's <laughs> perfect then. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I'd love to play a little more ZM, but. Uh, I don't have a board. Um, I think a couple guys around here are working on boards, but then COVID hit, so that was such luck. Yeah, that's another great great rules um, set as well, Zone Mortalis. A lot of us here in Sydney, we started playing, um, started meeting and gaming together through Zone Mortalis because our 
the game store in the city, in the CBD, had a genuine Forge World, um, the old moulded resin. Oh, yeah. ZM, 4 yeah. by 4 So we'd go in there on Monday nights and play. It was really good. Fuck, yeah. Um, those new ones you can get real Not crazy with. Not though. No. <laughs> Sorry? Yeah, I said uh, that, that one's a classic, but the, the new one yeah. is uh, – the new one can get some pretty crazy – some pretty crazy out layouts going with it. Oh, uh, yeah, crazy amounts of detail too, and all the little yeah. rivets and things that you can add—the stripes and the sticking the, the tubes—and have tunnels and bookcases in the alcoves. Like when you see what people have done with those plastic sets, amazing. Yeah, uh, I think that's why I, I just I abandoned doing my own ZM table because I was like, I'm gonna get so overwhelmed with just wanting to do everything. I'm never gonna finish this. <laughs> yeah, I think that could well that could well occur to a few people. Yeah, <laughs> right on. Um, so, are you guys back to events over there? Or? Yeah, we are. Restrictions are pretty much lifted now. So, uh, we had a Titanicus event on the weekend. That was good. Fourteen dudes, no masks, no dramas. Nice. I wish, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll happen one day. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 really close. Uh, I think next month, um, yeah, at least by like July, I think you'll start to really see restrictions start to ease up over in our neck mm-hmm. of the woods. But uh, I think something like fifty percent of the twelve and up population's been vaccinated now, so like the lights at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. It's been a long long road. <laughs> I've been yeah, sitting on my so my return to Istvan uh, event <laughs> for months now. Um, yeah, I postponed it twice, uh, and I know that chapped a few people. But I was like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you got it, you got it. There's not much you can do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, one, I got lucky actually, and the government put some extra restrictions on. So I was like, oh, sorry guys, <laughs> can't do it. It's out of my hands. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I, I mean, again, thanks, thanks for popping in. Um, I know we've, we've got a couple questions for you. Uh, yeah, if, sure. So this is uh, about Centurion Plus. Is that where the yeah, questions are? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So, um, you know, in, in previous previous uh, events and stuff that I've run, I've done this kind of this method of um, the tables are mixed. So some tables are Centurion, some tables are, are Frontline. And so you might yeah. end up on either one. So to compensate for yeah. that, you have to first build a Centurion list. Um, in this case, yep. 2,000 points Centurion, and then you have to incorporate that 2,000 points into your 3,000 point frontline list, which sure. would be kind of like your standard your standard run of the mill game, right? Um, yeah. And so it worked pretty well, and it kind of almost seemed to have this nuanced balancing effect, but that wasn't actually my intent behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, you know what? Well, let's let's do that for LVO. Like it worked really well. At, the last couple of events I ran, so um, you know, let's move that forward. But wasn't really thinking about how a lot of people are flying, myself included, <laughs> and uh, I know that, that that could be a little bit tough to fly 2,000 points a century now. Um, so we started looking at Centurion Plus because yeah. it, it adds the addition of you know a couple of tanks can get in there, um, and so with that, with that, and with the the in yeah, the lack of familiarity with the rule set. Um, particularly in North America, I've had a few questions pop my way, and I didn't want to always say, go ask Tom Gould, go ask Tom Gould. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I figured it. No, I, just... I, don't, I don't mind answering them, but yeah, it's probably more efficient if we just put a a bit of a, a verbal FAQ out now, and then people yeah. can refer to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, I uh, with that, uh, I'm gonna pop up. This guy's been we've been chatting quite a bit. So, his question was about Caron pattern acquisitors, because he was saying. Uh, like, does that fit under the skimmer? Does it fit under the tank? So, said, you know, does it have the tank type in there? Yes, it does. Oh, okay, yeah, that's a good question. So, yeah, yeah tank take precedence over skimmer. So, I know it says zero plus units of skimmers in Centurion Plus, mm -hmm. but that would not be the, its primary classification because tanks is more restrictive. Tanks would be its primary classification. Yeah, yeah. So, that, that would fit into the restricted units of at least 2,000 points. So, because um, that would put him to zero yeah. to one what, tanks, right? Uh, what's his? Uh, what's the AV on the thing? Thirteen. Uh, I can't actually remember what it is um, now that you're asking me. And my book's upstairs because I've been pulling missions out of it while I've been. If it's right. got AV twelve or less on all of its sides, he can have up to four of them. Because the the basic idea is at two thousand points, mm -hmm. you've got four blocks of five hundred. So for each block, you need to have at least one infantry unit and at most one non-infantry unit. So if you can think of it like in that way, then that might help clarify a little bit. So 2,000 points, four infantry units, and you can have at most four non-infantry units. Okay, yeah, so that, that, that's actually that's a really handy way, handy way to think about it. So it's actually 12, 11, 10. So 12, 11, 10. Okay, so he could, if we um, go to the Centurion Plus rules. Yep. The following units are restricted and zoom down to, it'll actually fit under both, zero plus units of skimmers and also zero plus tanks with all AV of 12 or less. So because it's a tank with all AV of 12 or less, he could have zero plus of them, but yeah. can only have up to four restricted choices. Because so that zero plus points. is actually zero to four. Yeah, right on. And if he, if he uses all his slots up with those acquisitors, acquitors, whatever they are, yeah. uh, then he won't be able to have any... Um, jet bikes or whatever, if they bring out sister's jet bikes. Yeah. Right on. And then he has to have the four infantry types of units. So he could have his Correct. he could have his um, his Oblivion Knight. Uh, yep. I think that's the HQ. I think that's what it's called. Uh, yep. And then three units of um, sisters in any variety with yep. all with uh, an Acquisitor and then yeah. on top of that, he could take, say, uh, a jet bike unit from the custodies list, yeah, or, exactly right. or a Hitoran guard, or, or whatever. Yep. Okay. That's cool. Right. Run on. Run on. So in, in the yeah. So and then if if you're looking at say a, a game of two thousand points and you're an Astartes player and you you've got that zero to one tank with all AV thirteen or less, then you could put. Sikarin in there, but that Sikarin will also take up one of your four restricted slots, correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, yep. So you could have a Sikarin and three Rhinos, for instance. That could be your, your whole complement. Yeah. And restricted choice. Right on. And and then now, with uh, let, let's say there's a Praetor in there, does the Praetor take up one of the restrict one of the four restricted slots, or does he take up? The infantry yeah, slot. Yeah, a praetor would take up a restricted slot. Yep. 
Okay, so if you took your Praetor in your 2,000 points, you'd have to drop one of those Rhinos. Correct. Yeah. Or the Sycharin. Or the Sycharin, yeah. Okay, perfect. Because uh, I, I had some questions around that, because in example three, and I'm not doing this pick yep. apart, I'm just doing this for clarifications. Uh, it says in a 2,000-point army, a Praetor on a bike could be taken, not counting as either restricted or unrestricted along with an outrider mm -hmm. squad, including an apothecary, counting as one restricted choice. Oh, okay, yep. Yeah. Yep. Plus a I Contemptor Dreadnought yeah. Talon, plus a Legion Dreadnought Talon, and a unit of dread bikes, uh, jet bikes, sorry, for a total of four restricted units. Ah, so, oh, okay, yep. So that probably needs clarification. Yeah, the, um, yes, from that example, it wouldn't be like we just agreed, would it? The Praetor would actually not count as a restricted choice because he's an infantry. Okay. Oh, no. He's on a bike. Yeah. All right. So I think I think the way that this this would fit then. Would yeah. It be because no, there's a contradiction there. You're you're 100 right. We need to clarify that. Okay. All right. Uh, perfect. Uh, again, I wasn't doing that to pick it apart. I was doing it to understand it. Um, and if if we need a clarification, <laughs> no, no, we need a, a clarification. Uh, yeah. You know, th this is one of the questions that came down to me, and so I was like, I don't know, I'm just going to go ask. Um, yeah, okay. example three, I think, will we'll need to be corrected. Okay, brilliant. Um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, the, the Outrider squad, including the Apothecary, makes sense, because the Apothecary, uh, like, like, you know, th this is kind of obviously using a, a bike right of war, which is fine. Yeah. So I think in an, in an instance like that, your bikes become your infantry types, correct? Yeah, but you've still got the restriction. That but you, you can't still have restriction, have yeah. So more than four units, yeah. 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 So you can run um, Chigorian Brotherhood, or you can run um, uh, what's the Dark Angel one? Ravenwing Protocol, whatever the. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Ravenwing Protocol. Yeah. So you could do that, but you just you'd have to make your your infantry basically your your infantry would become zero to four because you can't take infantry. Right, so you'd have your zero to four bike units that you could take, or jet bike, or any mix mix and match thereof. Yeah, and then you'd have to make up the rest of the, the force with infantry. Yep. Yep. Because yeah. the, the whole point of Centurion is that there is some solid infantry present. Yep. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, you could always bring in like an allied detachment or anything else, right? Um, yeah, you, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if you brought in an allied detachment of like, you know, just regular Marines. Or of a different right of war. I mean, you wouldn't be able to take a second right of war, but you could take a second detachment of Dark Angels mm. and run them as the infantry in it, right? Um, throw yeah. a Centurion yeah. in your your HQ slot, and then two two things of, of infantry, um, or two things yeah. of troops, and then you know an Elite's choice and uh, a fast attack choice. So Seekers, mm -hmm. yeah. veterans, and two tactical squads. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. And then. Perfect. Yeah, and then you could run your uh, you could run your, your other thing, right? Um, you yeah. could run your Chagorian Brotherhood as, as your main line. Uh, you just have to work that in. Um, okay, cool. Right, that makes sense. Right on. Uh, and then yeah, so I'm gonna edit example three just to fix that up. So that Praetor okay. on a bike would, would would use up one of your slots. But only one slot. He doesn't use up two slots. Yeah, only one slot. He doesn't use up two because he's not a Praetor counting as one. And a bike, he's a Praetor on a bike counting as one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, 
right on. And then uh, and then he's got a couple questions. He says it says that a dedicated trans transport uses a, res a restricted slot, but does not count against the total allowed. Where does it say that? Uh, oh yeah, units with a mix of infantry and other models, excluding maybe that's what he's trying to say. Oh, okay, no dedicated transports, i.e. Hades breaching drills or land speeder cutters use a restricted slot, but do not otherwise count against the total number of restricted units available to a Okay, force. I'll show you the, um, <laughs> the one place where this is going to be a crystal clear example. Okay. The Hades breaching drill is a dedicated transport, but it's mm -hmm. also a monstrous creature. So if you take a monstrous creature, you can only have one unit of them, would, which would imply that you can only have one Hades breaching drill. But if you take the Hades breaching drill not as just an individual unit, but as a dedicated transport, then you can have up to four of them. Okay. So same sort of thing. So the land speeder cutter wouldn't count yep. to in it wouldn't count as two units. It wouldn't count as the unit of skimmers and the dedicated transport, but it would count as one restricted choice. Correct. Okay. Brilliant. Um oh and then actually he had the same question about the Inquisitors, so we already Check that one off. Uh, and then if a shield captain is my warlord, he doesn't count against the 0-1 restrictions, nor against my four restricted units in the 2000 I can have. That that was around example three. So yes, he would. Uh, your shield captain... Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, he'd take because one he's in 0-1. to one. Yeah, so he'd take one of your, yep. four, your four slots. Perfect. That's nice and easy. It's nice that most of his questions were double. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and then actually, uh, this, this guy's question was around jump infantry are considered non-restricted. I told him that's correct. That uh, is correct. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, he was, he's, he's a dark angels player. So he's trying to figure out, I think how to run something like that. He said outriders and jet bikes may be selected as troops in Ravenwing. Um, but he can only take four of them. Yep, that's right. So he would have to find 2,000 points of bikes, which would be tough to do, I would think. Um, but we already came up with a solution to that. He can take a, an allied detachment of other Dark Angels. Yeah, I wouldn't think it'd be too hard to get up to like 1,000 points worth of bikes with four units, especially if you, um, um, you know, max out those uh, interesting weapons like Volkite culverins and multi-melders and things. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, or even if you just pump them up to, like, full-size squads. Mm, oh, yeah, big squads. Very, yeah, yeah. very expensive. Well over 200. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, you could get your your Parader on a bike. could be well over 200 points easy. Yep. All right. Um, yeah. Right on. Uh, I think that was all the burning questions we had that... Um, I know there was one or two on there that that we had answered, but there's no way I'm going to find those. That post has way too many. That post has 33 comments. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I apologize. It's all the fault of this sentence here, not counting either as restricted or restricted. It's, it's it's all good. It's all good. Right. Glad we could get you on. You hear to hear, folks. Heard it, heard it here first. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> what it's correct. Uh, so when it says Mechanicum and Astarius next to a restricted or unavailable unit, does that mean that that unit type isn't restricted or unavailable to armies that aren't Mechanicum or Astarius? So the example that I, I think he's referring to there, for example, would be the um, 
like, like the following units are unavailable. Yeah, Dracosum would be a good example, right? Because it says unavailable tanks with AV 14 or greater, Mechanica, Morris, Stardis, and Brackets. So would say yeah, a Dracosum so be available. A Dracosum would be available with AV 14 because neither Mechanica nor Stardis. It would fit back into the 0-1 tank of all other factions. So you could have one yeah. Dracosum with AV 14. Well, you could have up to four of them, uh, right? Or no. Um, it would be no, zero to one because it would count as tanks of all other factions. If it was yeah, 12 or less now... Yeah, yes. sorry, go ahead. Yeah, that's right. If it's AV is 13 or 14, then there's that higher yeah. band of restrictions that apply to it. Yeah, so you could take, like, say, your 10 Velatari could jump inside of a Dracosan with a, a Demolisher Cannon on it, and then you could take... Yeah three more squads of Velatari inside of, um, like, Oroxes, because they're all Oroxes, below yeah. AV-12 or less. Correct. Perfect. Um, and then there's the zero-plus thing, which we've, we've already already darted over. Um, zero-plus means you can have one, two, three, four, whatever. Um, yeah. And then as long as it fits within that restricted. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, it's easy as pie. I think I think you, you, you hit the nail on the head when you said the easiest way to think about it is um, you, know, you can have a maximum of four non-infantry. Yeah. And a minimum of four infantry. Yeah, and, and a minimum of four infantry. In between. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so your, your Praetor, if he's on foot, would only count as the restricted unit, correct? You would still need a, an unrestricted infantry to tag along with them. Yes. Yeah. I think that's, that's clear right. as mud, man. As, as the um, name suggests, Centurion. We're yeah. sort of angling for the heroes to be Centurion-level characters rather yeah. than Hero Hammer. Yeah, exactly. And and I mean, I, I think that a lot of your Centurion Rate of Wars reflect that, right? You don't require Master of the Legion to do a lot of them. So if you yeah, wanted to exactly. run, if you wanted to run like a Seeker Cotter with um, like a Vigilator at its head, or uh, you, yep. well, you couldn't do a Saboteur at its head because the Saboteur has his own restrictions. But yeah, you absolutely could. Right. Um, yeah, definitely. Just, yeah, run an Alpha Legion Vigilator. Perfect. Yep. Yeah. Toss the saboteur on just for good measure. Yeah, you got three high HQ slots, so why not? Yeah, I mean I'm a big fan of them just because uh, years ago I was just about to smash down on a on a praetor with um, I had a Night Lord's Contemptor, and uh, so you know he's he's not getting doubled out, and he's about to just smack this guy into oblivion on the next turn. And sure, because he didn't have melted bombs, so he had nothing that could hurt hurt the contemptor. And uh, the contemptor chewed through his unit, and then this guy's saboteur came on from the side and said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow that thing out." And sure enough, just took it out of the hips, <laughs> saved the praetor's life, and he walks away. Oh, what a sneaky! Yeah, liver. awesome. Uh, uh, yeah, when that happened, I was just like, <laughs> okay, I've, I always bring a vigilator, but. I need to start playing Alpha Legion because I need one of those. <laughs> um, yeah, one of my first first few games, I took the Vigilator because I was like, oh, this is a cool unit. And uh, we were playing a Mega Battle. It was the first Mega Battle I'd played. It was at the end of like a you know one of the league seasons. And yeah. um, First Blood was in the mission, and I go, hey man, what's like the AV on that that crazy Mechanicum tank? And it was just like the little tiny one. 
the Karaknos, I think it's called. Mm. And he's like, oh, it's armor 10 on the back. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do like my Vigilator attack on that. If I get it on a 2+, plus, I get that, and then I rolled a 6. So you had to take 6, like, strength 5, AP nothing hits on it, on its rear armor. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. like, pff, I just wrecked it <laughs> before the game started. <laughs> and I was just, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was the first time I had even used him or busted him out. Like, I, I built up and painted this Vigilator specifically for this Mega Battle. And uh, just because I thought that sounded cool and gimmicky. And, and like, sure enough, I was like, cool, well, uh, that's first blood. So <laughs> we get one victory point. <laughs> um, yeah, I always forget to do that, spring those traps, because I like to run a um, an assault company with a vigilator in it or a recon company. They're pretty much the main rights of war that I use, and I always forget that vigilator rule. Oh, that's the only one I remember. I'll then like park him somewhere because <laughs> I, I primarily play Raven Guard, right? So I infiltrate him somewhere by yep. himself, so that way he can hopefully yep. pick off characters. But I always forget him, and then sometimes I forget him on the table I just played at, and I have to go back and like, pull him out of the <laughs> out of the building I hit him in. <laughs> just like, oh, sorry, I'll take that. Oh, he's too good at his job. Yeah, he's yeah. too well shrouded. Yeah, exactly. Um, all that camellia line just helps. <laughs> two plus cover in night fighting and then he's got an infravisor yeah. so it doesn't matter for him <laughs> yeah so uh i mean maybe we can give maybe we can give some people a, a little bit of inspiration uh i mean you you've you've talked about your uh, your recon company uh, and you mentioned you have an assault company as well do you want to maybe throw yeah. out some other cool examples of centurion forces that you've run across out in the wild yeah, sure. So I'll just um, go through my White Scales very briefly. Uh, White Scales Recon Company, I've got a Vigilator with a squad of veteran recon marines. They're pretty good. Check them out. They're in the Mournable Events rulebook. Uh, all armed with sniper rifles. And then I've got two squads on foot of just recon marines with bolt guns so they can outflank and um, sneak around, go for objectives, pick on little thrall squads that are objective camping back behind Mechanicum gun lines. Um, they can scout pretty, pretty handy sort of dudes, but not particularly tough, really. They're just like 10 tactical Marines each. Um, what else have I got in that army? I've also got a bike squad and they, um, sort of sit back and, uh, six guys, four with heavy boulders, two with Volkite culverins, uh, just do fire support, a squadron of javelins, so two or three javs, and then a squadron of bikes. And uh, they're my main assault unit. They're the, sort of the hammer that goes forward and smashes into things. Um, so that's my my recon company for my white scars. Night Lords Assault Company. I've got uh, two assault squads, one led by a chaplain, one led by oh, – what's the other one got? I think it's a Vigilator again. Nice. <laughs> Jump pack Vigilator. Uh, yeah, giving them um, stealth. Yeah, and then a unit of night raptors, um, apothecaries in the assault squads. They're worth their weight in gold. I discovered um, again a squad of um, javelins, and yeah, I don't really take many non-infantry stuff in my my night lords assault companies. Just uh, yeah, big assault squads like thirteen dudes plus an apothecary. Uh, independent tech marine. That's another good option from the Mortal Events rulebook. So he can bring rad grenades along. And um, if you put independent tech marines with shootier units, there's some 
different shooty bonuses they can give as well. So that's a very handy little jack of all, all trades option, the independent tech marine. Check that one out. Oh, yeah. I might have to work him into my black shields. Uh, and I, I still run, I think, one or two recon squads in my assault company or one or two assault squads in my recon company for my night lords just because I find it's very handy with the precision shots from the recon veterans to snipe out, for instance, Dark Angel sergeants with stasis grenades in their grenade combi grenade launchers, um, kill off apothecaries from stone gauntlet mobs, uh, just pick on those um, really powerful force multipliers. And uh, yeah. That's a good thought. Because I've been racking my head. I've just been like, like, what in the fuck am I supposed to do about Dark Angel stasis <laughs> grenades? And that's it. Um, I'm just going to buff up on more Vigilators and start bringing my Recon Marines again. Yeah, it's Recon meta. <laughs> recon heavy meta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag Recon meta. Mortificator meta. Yeah, Mortificator. Oh, yeah, they're quite popular. Um, there's a couple of players here in Sydney that um, like to run a Mortificator with a unit of a couple of box dreads or contemptors. Uh, he really synergizes well with them. Gives them the like the feel no pain effectively, plus yeah. other bonuses. So yeah, uh, mortif mortif mortifac Mortificator and two or three Dreadnoughts. Good, good choice for a restricted unit because the whole Dreadnought talent only counts as one choice. Yeah. That's uh, it's a good point. I mean, they behave independently once they're on the table, so you get a lot of flexibility out of that unit. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that's a that's a really good point, actually. And we we built um, we built like an ultramarines list for a guy a little while ago, uh, Colton. And um, and I went dreadnought heavy with it because mm -hmm. that that logos um, their special right of war. Yeah gets crazy electoral yeah yeah thank you yeah um I, like that gets crazy for it this would be a perfect he's if he brings that list that i proposed for him i think anyone who runs up against him in centurion is gonna have a real run for their money um mm -hmm. see like we got we got pretty heavy on support squads and tactical squads and stuff uh yeah yeah shit that would be heavy That'd be heavy. Um, so now, now I've, I've got one question for you, actually, because uh, it's it's any infantry unit for 500. If I have mm. my 500 points and I have um, the apothecary doesn't count, and, and like an apothecary detachment does not count as a unit, correct? Correct, because they get split up onto their other units, so they'll count right. as whatever they become. Right on. Yep. Perfect. Um, which also means if you've got an apothecary with a tactical squad and the whole rest of the tactical squad dies, that apothecary can still score. Oh, I didn't think about that, but that's a good point. It's a very good point. Shit. My apothecary is about to get a nice set of armor. <laughs> <laughs> Some nice shiny artifacts. Yeah. Um, I was saving points and not putting it on there, but I'm going to start. Damn, that's fuck. I didn't even think about that. It's a really good point. <laughs> right on. Uh, yeah. Any any other like really striking centurion forces that you've run into in the wild? 
Oh, you put me on the spot. I have to go back and check through all my photos. Um, I haven't really played any Centurion for a while. Uh, I just played Titanicus yeah, and then <laughs> a month before that it was Frontline. Uh, then the month before that it was Centurion Plus. Uh, but yeah, gee whiz. Think back to February. No, uh, February was Zamotas. So I haven't actually played oh, Centurion old Centurion until, yeah, since um, probably January. Oh, damn. All right. Well, uh now that you've played some Centurion Plus, because I know you played an event for that, yeah. Which which version do you like better? I'm gonna give you a real like Regis and Kelly <laughs> <laughs> interview I do, question. I do like classic Centurion because we played it for so long and I built so many forces for it. Like I've got a Sons of Horus Tactical Company as well, mm-hmm. which is um, a couple of big tactical squads, a veteran tactical squad that outflanks with melter bombs and uh, you know. Couple of little sneaky tricks, uh, power weapons and um, combi weapons. Um, heavy support squad, though, because they're a tactical company. The heavy support squad can take suspenses, so they've got missile. A squad's got missile launchers, and they can cruise around, sort of like a a light version of the Long March Rod of War. Being oh, yeah. relentless, shooting off their rockets. A um, couple of contemptors and some rapiers. So that's a, a nice force. Um, but all everything that's Centurion compliant is Centurion Plus compliant by default. So I guess is that one way I can answer the question without yeah. really committing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a nice way to dance around the bush. Um. <laughs> but Centurion Plus was was good fun. We played it a few times, and just being able to take one tank like a Sakaran Venator was the one that I took in my oh, yeah. Sakaran um, in my Centurion Plus, and it was a bit of overkill. I found really I, I thought I'd need it to take out enemy armor but it ended up like one shotting thalax and um shooting holes through dreadnoughts so yeah yeah i think the standard battle tank shines through a little bit more on that one yeah yeah i think it'd be more useful in century plus yep that's that's what i would take if anyone's thinking about taking a sicker run i'd give my stamp of approval to that one mm. <laughs> oh yeah it's the perfect tank. yeah yeah and, it, and it's just beautiful it's the best chassis. Um, yep. Right on. Well, uh, it's getting a little long in the tooth uh, over here. So, <laughs> uh, anything else uh, that you want to shout out? You want to get people uh, in the know about? No, just if anyone has any questions, to chuck them up in um, Warnerville events. Um, oh, everything's a, a work in progress, pretty much, especially the battle manual. So it's good to find a floor and iron it out. Um, so yeah, shout out to you guys for giving it a go, um, taking it to a big event and we'll iron out all the wrinkles and hopefully it'll work really well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it will. And, and I mean, we'll just, we'll get a little more play testing in on it too, but I'm, I'm excited about it. Um, got a couple ideas bouncing around on, on how I'm going to implement this. If I'm just going to kind of do my standard thing or if I'm going to mix it up a little bit, but, uh, yeah, I, I think. I think people are going to enjoy it. Um, I know it's going to be a little bit different from what they're used to, but I think it's going to be refreshing for them. Yeah. Um, so a huge shout yeah, out to you guys. Yeah, if you've only ever played, oh no, thanks. If you've only ever played Frontline, yeah, it is a, a change of um, mentality, a change of focus. The focus really is the the forgotten heroes of the horror of the Horus Heresy, the just the humble infantryman. Yeah, yeah, and and actually, this this is perfect uh, if anyone wants to build up a Delegatus and 
you know, get that guy out on the field and build your own story of your own character. Like this mode combined with the event that we're running is going to be perfect for that. Because I had thrown up a vote uh, about unique characters, and somebody else yep. in the in the group was just like, "No, unique characters only for the mega battle." I want them in the main event, and that one took off. So, the eyes have yeah. that one. Um, so we're, we're, yeah, we're not no, going to do. Yeah, we're not going to do anything, which is awesome because that's that's a way that I I like I, I prefer to play. Uh, yeah. And uh, you know, in, in the smaller events, I'll limit it to like you know, only one Lehman Russ can be in the in the fucking event. Um, so yep. there's not like three of them running around, but it'd be so much easier <laughs> to just not have those unique characters, and then you then you can build some cool like grudge matches you can build some cool characters like i know i talk about yeah. it all the time but d morris is like legendary unkillable blood angels <laughs> predator with his blade of salty tears like yeah that stuff doesn't come out if you're always running around the wrong and sanguineous yeah true right. true uh, forge your own narrative yep build your own legend yeah yeah exactly so i i mean thanks for all the work that you and, and all the mortal events guys do um i mean it's it brings so much more flavor and, and it it shows that maybe in a controversial statement, like heresy isn't dead and it's not going to die. Right. Um, just like Battlefleet Gothic didn't die. Just like Epic hasn't, well, Epic's like resurging like crazy now, but mm, yeah, uh, big time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if they could stop producing models tomorrow and I mean, it's just going to keep rolling. We don't, we don't need Forge World. Nobody over there is listening to this <laughs> podcast anyway. So. <laughs> Uh, not that we don't appreciate that's what you true. do, Forge World, but we can also no, take that's care true. of the our... community. The community is carrying along at the moment because we're just not hearing anything. But I'm sure at some stage something will pop out and then yeah, we'll yeah. all rejoice. Exactly. And then we'll get a nice influx of new players and then we can say, okay, great. Now that you've gotten the hang of these four books, here's three more. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and these ones are better. Uh, it's it's funny, actually. It's now that I say that, it's kind of reminding me. I, I have this thing at work. We've been onboarding all these dudes, and then they they do their their training on like how to use the CRM system, and then I go, okay, great. Now forget everything you were just fucking told because it's garbage, <laughs> and I'm gonna teach you how to make it work right. <laughs> like, <laughs> and this is this is the same sort of thing. Um, <laughs> the official way and the better way. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's the official way, and this is the more efficient way. <laughs> yeah. um and and i mean centurion's perfect if we get another box set right just like right. and if you can ever find like a calf or a prosper out in the wild bang you're done mm. you got a whole centurion force in a box right yeah so, definitely it's perfectly perfect for zone mortalis too yeah, yeah yeah good point i mean that's what they should do for a box set just fucking throw some plastic infantry in there and some of those new uh some mortalis tiles and walls and stuff you're done got a spank yeah, that'd be nice. yeah be brilliant right on uh okay well thanks tom i appreciate it um you know we'll have to get you on next time so that way you meet craig yeah no worries, mate. Uh, if there's any more questions and things come up happy to chat yeah yeah for sure and we'll uh we'll probably get you on one more time when we're doing the hype train for uh, lvo yeah cool yeah um right, good chatting to you alex you have yeah, a good evening mate you too Thanks for joining. All right. Bye-bye.
back one last time. This one's got all <laughs> the brakes in it, but uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was it was a broken up set. And this one can just be like short little mm-hmm. short little jaunt. They don't have to be a full song. No. Uh, anyways, we're we're back. We're back with a wrap up. So uh, yeah, hopefully you guys found that interview in, in, informative and impactful. Craig, I hope you did as well because uh, yeah. you weren't there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, big shout out to Tom Gould and the Mortable team. Um, he shouts out a couple of the guys in the interview. who's supposed to. I'll, I'll have some of them in the show notes. Like I know Paul E C is in there mm-hmm. and. Um, oh my god, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone who's a part of that. <laughs> there's a lot yeah yeah there's a I, lot of there's a lot of guys who contribute and help out and and actually yeah. uh i forgot zach actually um came up with the two provenances that are put in the battle manual oh okay so awesome. like if if you have an idea fucking go shout it out to tom and those guys hmm. um but uh I'll, I'll get i'll get the instagrams um from all the mournable dudes uh hmm. that have them and i'll throw them in in the show notes um I mean, I really do appreciate him coming on and clarifying these, uh, these rules and whatnot, just so we have everyone can have a better understanding. And just coming from right from the horse's mouth, kind of thing, yep. right? Like we're getting yep. it directly from him. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. So, uh, yeah, huge thanks again to Tom. Huge thanks to everybody at the Mournable Events team um, that you know really keeps the heresy alive and mm-hmm. keeps me pushing denim and. <laughs> keeps things fresh yeah yeah it does keep things fresh but also it just you know it, it allows for so much more theme and so much more narration to come out of your games mm. uh, especially if you start using things like the character creation which i'd love to use in the future i would love to yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, and, and actually it's 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 right there in battle scribe so it's actually pretty easy to use nice. um, we're not going to use it for this event but um in the future we may so, uh, but for LVO 2022, no character creation, no Decurion mode, mm-hmm. um, just for everyone's heads up. And then use the Centurion Plus rule so you can take your vehicles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, right on. Uh, with that, um, you know, uh, make sure you uh, or shout outs, I guess. Um, you know, uh, Little Legend Studio, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit his Patreon up. Uh, hit up Matt Kane. Broken Arrow mm-hmm. 2000 on Instagram, um, Little Legend Patreon, Instagram, Facebook, Little Legend Studio, and his website, the blog, LittleLegendStudio.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, tons of cool articles, fun things on there, tactics yep. and stuff. Um, check that out. Uh, make sure you follow Craig at Craig or the Barbarian. Mm-hmm. And uh, for us, if you need to get a hold of us, if you want to check out, you know what what I'm working on or. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, anything along those lines, if you want us to do a list, um, hit us up at the DAB podcast on Instagram, DAB podcast, uh, on Facebook and, uh, so facebook.com slash DAB podcast. And if you want to email us, it's death and betrayal at gmail.com. Um, and then make sure that, uh, if you do want to come to LVO, jump into the Facebook group, it's the Las Vegas open heresy. It's a public, mm-hmm. uh, you can just, asked to join that we can approve um all all the updates are going to be in there Mm -hmm. and um yeah i'm i mean i'm excited we'll we'll start i'm 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 excited too and i'm 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 hoping other people are getting excited so yeah yeah and and actually as well uh the knight errant tournament of champions that's coming up here in a hurry so make sure you finish those up Uh, if you already have a knight errant you can enter him just mm-hmm. post post them to, to Instagram or send them to us in an email. Give us a write-up about, you know, who he is, what legion he came from, why he's one of Malkador's chosen, and, mm-hmm. you know, make him WYSIWYG. Uh, you can explain what he's equipped with in there as well, but uh, and we'll throw him into the Tournament of Champions. I know um, 
I know uh, Jeremy, so at Dark Horse Painting on Instagram, mm-hmm. he's uh, he got a bunch of parts and he's he's throwing a guy together um, today. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was he was getting some work done on him. Uh, and I know Murray Cutler's got like a whole fucking assortment. <laughs> now, um, so he's he's gonna have he's gonna have one. Um, so uh, at, at, I guess at Canadian Remembrancer as well. Um, mm. So uh, yeah, check those guys out as well. And uh, with that, keep those Geller fields up. Take care. Fucking thing sucks. We'll do it live.